and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. All hail Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. That's right. I tried to, I tried timing it. Oh, we don't have a third thing to say. We're supposed to say it together, man. Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like a mass. I know, you. are you too against Catholicism to say something in unison like that? Yeah, I... A lot of programming through my youth, and I'm just kind of I avoid all that shit now. So you're wary of chance. Yes. Any chance of any form, even if it's for Scottcast. Yeah. Well, what should we do then? Like, I was kind of hoping that, like, even we'd... like, I'll be in meetings at work, and they're like, "Hey, everybody," and everyone's like, "Ha, go, good morning," and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "You're like, go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Yeah. No. And <laughs> just no, no morning for me. Right. I'll do it like if we're just passing in the hallway and I'll be like, hey, good afternoon or good day. Yeah. And, but I'm not going to be like chanting about, oh, hello. Wait a minute. They make you chant? No, they don't make me. But like that's the expectation that you're in a big meeting. And Well, if you say good morning, everyone, and then they pause. Right. And they're not going to continue if you don't say <laughs> it. So they're like, I said Good morning. Let me try that again. Uh, good morning, yeah, everybody. Oh, you're not awake. Uh, you can do better than that. Somebody has another no, coffee. I'm not going to do better than that. You <laughs> tell me what you need to tell me, and let's get on with this shit. Yeah. You're addressing a crowd. You can get away with the pleasantries. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny if he was like, good morning, everybody. They have, everybody says it, and you just look for that one guy, and you're like, you, you're gone. <laughs> you're just like, what? I was, well, I was just checking my phone. You're gone. You're gone. Yeah, you don't get a good morning. Yeah. Today's a bad morning for you. <laughs> oh, it's going to be bad. Hail Scott Cast. All right. Just say, Glory be to Scott Cast. See? Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We won't do the chant thing. But I was just kind of hoping, like, if someone's listening to Scottcast and they see me around town and they get excited and they don't know what to say, like they should just always say, oh, hail Scottcast, and I'll be like, glory be to Scottcast. That way if they're nervous, they don't know what to say. That's good. You give them yeah. an out. Mm-hmm. That way they don't shout just obscenities at you. Yeah, that we don't have to sh- we don't have to shake hands or fist bump or... What are you talking about today, Scott? <laughs> oh, we got a lot of updates. Uh, Scottcast has a new website. Well, an updated one. TheScottCast.com. New fancy URL. Yeah, it's TheScottCast, because it's the super colorful original telecommuted transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. That's right. It makes perfect sense. And but also, so now we have to say glory be to the Scottcast. You don't have to. It's also also known as Scottcast, so you um, can, it opens it up. There's two titles. There's The Scottcast, and it's also Scottcast. Yeah. Okay, it's getting complicated now, but it's okay. I like it. It's okay. There's some nuance in there. Point is, do you remember our rival, um, Scott Bradley, mm-hmm. of the other Scott Cast that gets a lot of plays on YouTube? Well, when you type in Scott Cast, you don't get Scott Bradley. Oh, really? You get Scott Cast. Oh, because I just did that recently. I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, you didn't? It didn't work for you? It didn't work for me. Well, because oh. I did that, I, you know, that website I sent you? Yeah. I needed to pull some video from that. So maybe it's just my search engine wasn't, my algorithm was different. It could just which be. Which is that. weird because I listened to it on YouTube. I didn't realize you updated the YouTube playlist to did update, I? to make it current. I thought you had stopped uploading some of the stuff to YouTube and just were going with like, you know, Stitcher and whatever else and, and listening on the website and whatnot. There's some of the feeds I have to fix hmm. and stuff like that because we've been bouncing around hosts. I recently switched to a host that's going to enable us to do some real fun stuff. Like, for instance, if you sign up and subscribe on the com, like by going to the com slash subscribe, 
And when you subscribe, you'll get a new podcast I'm doing called Scott Cast Radio Future. Totally stole that from Sega. <coughs> Sega. But I looked it up. I looked up the trademark, and Radio Future is not trademarked. Just the whole thing is. How about like Jet Set Radio? I'm not going to call it Jet Set Radio. That was a good game, though. That was a great game. That's where I got it from. Some catchy music in that game, too. Jet Set Radio Future is uh, all about these gangs of inline skaters Mm -hmm. who grind and spray paint all over town, and they worship the same pirate radio station guy, and it's supposed to be in the future. Cool. So that's why I called it Scott Cash Radio Future. Nice. Yeah. So I'm in there. Get all that stuff. We'll just email you and we have episodes updated and stuff. It'll only be relevant. Like we're not going to sell you to like dick pills or something like that. We're not going to send you dick pill advertisements. Yeah, Unless we get sponsored cool. by a dick pill. Well, it depends. I mean, we, we shouldn't rule out anything. What if yeah. we have our own dick pill? And if we develop a dick pill, we might talk about the dick pill. But like we're, you're not going to get generic Didn't dick Didn't we pill. have a... Fleshlight sponsorship in the works at one point. <laughs> we did, and technically that might be the only sponsorship still active. I tried to log into Audible. They would not <laughs> let me. Audible? Yeah, I think they listened Aww. to one of our ads <laughs> where we told them all all our listeners how to game the system. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty common. Though. I hear a lot of people that say Audible, and they always mention like, "Oh, if you just want to sign up for free and then cancel your credit card," they mention that, and I always go, "Hmm." I wonder if that's okay. I mean, if they're doing it, it's okay for us to do it. Yeah, apparently not. Maybe they lost their Audible thing. That's why they, you know, other, think, other people switched their sponsors later because they're just, I don't know. I think what happens is, like, they let anyone get in. And then once you hit the threshold of subscribers where they pay you out, they check on your account. And if it's if, if it's up to code, they'll keep it going. If it's not, they'll just delete your account and pretend you never existed. That's nice. <laughs> so, so that's, that's, that, that's that, how our first sponsor went. So they get some <laughs> to episode one, and they were like, "What is this?" <laughs> well, so they get all that free soliciting, and then they're like, "Oh, you don't really follow our code of conduct, so we're gonna." <laughs> Thanks for all the free advertising. Turns out Amazon's a cutthroat company. Who would have mm. thunk it? Yeah, I thought they'd be real easy on the podcast yeah. demographic. It's like a virus; they want to infect everything and multiply. Mm-hmm. That Jeff Bezos guy—he's a big titan of industry mm-hmm. have you seen those pictures of him lately he looks like a roided out aggro man do you oh. think he's on roids what's that do you think jeff bezos is on roids david oh, i haven't really ever seen him from below the neck okay I'm gonna they always show they always show headshots of him yeah i'm gonna google like, it even when they had all the scandals with the i was afraid to Apparently click on pictures some, yeah there's some dicks so I, I, I really don't want to go be careful scott make sure safe search is on it's okay search for jeff bezos below the neck <laughs> I mean, like there was that whole scandal where he got, uh, you know, blackmailed from the National Enquirer. And it's like, so you went on record, like confirming basically that he had weird nude pics out there. And Mm -hmm. um, he was like, yeah, go ahead and release him. If I give a shit, you can't blackmail me. Are you bringing it up? No. Like, look at him. Like, look at how he's changed over the years. Whoa. Yeah. He's aged 30 years, but he looks like. How old is Jeff Bezos? I don't know, like... Let me scroll down a little bit. 50, 60-something? I don't know. Yeah, probably, dude. I mean, the guy that's that busy and he's not taking any shortcuts to uh, getting jacked, I, I bet she's on a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's Wouldn't the official him. opinion. Probably. 
the, just from a cursory glance, I would say probably. I mean, he's probably on the best shit too. He's rich as hell. Yeah. Right. Do you think like uh, if you have a certain amount of money, you should experiment with these kind of drugs? You would. You would just need like, no. But um, so he's not fucking around with that CRISPR shit. I've, he's not fucking around <laughs> with it. He's doing it well. Probably, yeah. There's a reason why he sells it. <laughs> I mean, if they ever get on, I don't know. Like Amazon will just—they're so random. They could just—they could just announce tomorrow. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get, get into the biotech field and we're gonna back CRISPR." And people will be like, "Okay, they pretty much do whatever they want." They could just buy Amazon could buy Tesla tomorrow and just be like, "Hey, bitch, thanks." Yeah. Actually, that'd be—I mm, don't know how much cash flow they have. I don't know how much how much, how much cash they have in the bank. They might have to do it in stocks, but. I know like, Apple could do that. Apple could buy Tesla with how low the shares are right now. They could just buy them out. Apple almost did. Um, Apple back almost in, did own back Tesla. Back in 2013. Yeah. 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 We'll get mm. to this later. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos, though. Whoa. Yeah. Well, he's also trying to, he's got his company, he's trying to do the uh, rock, launch rockets into space like Tesla is, too. So it's also related. I guess. I mean, so, okay, we'll get into it now. So what? you're still. <laughs> what? Okay. So you're still, we, we got we to gotta update people on your opinion on Tesla because let's be honest. I've been. I signed up for Google updates on my new tablet here. Mm-hmm. I put in Elon Musk, and day after day, day after day after day, my tablet is. I have to clear memory out because it keeps downloading article after article of Elon Musk's failures as CEO. It's like the entire machine is working against him. The stock is plummeting. Stock is plummeting. Tales of. Bankruptcy looming in mere months. But people have been saying that Tesla's been burning through money for a long time. But it's not like they're, when people say that they're burning through money, though, it's like they're, they're working on a lot of shit. Like they're working on expensive stuff. I mean, they're like, hey, in addition to just trying to get a car out, it's like we're going to produce all the world's batteries, basically, for the lithium-ion batteries. And, oh, let's make a gigafactory in China and set it up in less than a year. And then, oh, let's also do a robo-taxi service, too, and roll that out, even though... And, oh, let's also do an SUV, and, oh, we're going to do a pickup truck. And, by the way, the semi's coming, and it's mm-hmm. like, what the... They just they have so many irons in the fire. Do you think Elon Musk over, overworks himself, stretches himself too oh, thin yeah. as a leader? That's you know, why he does all that weird shit on Twitter. You know what he's Guys doing? Like, what? He's going to go over each, each and every... Payment. Payment. Yeah. But, I would, too, if I was in this position... But no, that's insane. He's a micromanager. I mean, that's what he does. He tells people that's why he'll never get. That's why if Apple ever bought them out, they probably would be pissed off because it's like you can't tell Elon Musk what to do. How many hours of sleep? To anybody. How many hours of sleep and you're going insane? Like, how much can you really overwork yourself? Because this guy, I mean, like these reports alone would take like five hours a day to pour through with the detail he's going at. He's signing off on every page. I'm not clear on what you're asking. Well, he's definitely taking uh, like performance-enhancing stuff, and we're not talking about Jeff Bezos style. We're talking about like he's probably doing all the. Um, uh, I'm going to butcher this word. New tropics, hmm. not no no o tropics and o o tropics. You think Tesla's it's been a while since I looked into them, but they're like things that make you more productive. Like, you think Joe Tesla's Rogan has taking? Some. Oh, so you think? T- you think <laughs> Joe Rogan does the alpha alpha brain? <laughs> Elon Musk is good. You're putting your all your money on Elon Musk because he's taking vitamins. 
They're not vitamins, dude. They're like stimulants. They're pretty much you know vitamins. like what Adderall is and stuff, right? You know, it's like that, but like so he's better. on speed, like better and worse for you. So it's like it's like it's like taking speed, but without as many side effects. How mm-hmm. type in O O N O O tropics sometime and look it up, okay? Some people say new tropics. Some people say like no tropics, no o tropics. But it's kind of hard to say mm. no o tropics. Do you, I don't know. What do you know about these things? He's going I'm not really familiar about with that. Um, you should check it out. It's actually something that you might need to be concerned with because they're kind of sort of becoming like a recreational supplement, and then people just decide to experiment with them. Yeah, and like I think it's like. There's not a lot of there is research on them, but it's all funded by the new, the nootropic companies and stuff like that. So you might that be not, might not be the you got all these kids taking Adderall, so you might as well also look into that. I just right. think it might be a thing. It says nootropics. How does it, 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 it has both pronunciations? Yeah, I've heard it both ways, but it, colloquially, smart drugs and cognitive enhancers are drug supplements and other substances that may improve cognitive function, particularly executive functions, memory, creativity, motivation, in healthy individuals. Oh, by the mm. way, I have some Alpha Brain if you guys want to try some. I, I do. I forgot that I had it. I bought it about a year ago, tried it for a couple months, and didn't notice anything. So, mm-hmm. what? Uh, what's Is there information about how it allegedly works? I don't even or what remember. Parts of the I mean, brain I, I looked effects, into it. it. It didn't seem like this one was very dangerous. So it was like a like a mild thing, like a mild boost you might get. But it's like anything that improves your cognitive function. I mean, that's like the uh, what is it? Not luminosity. Yeah, is it luminosity? Mm-hmm. Not luminosity, because that would actually be a word. Luminosity. Remember seeing those ads for luminosity, like brain training? <clears throat> yeah, training yeah, for yeah. your brain, right? Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. It's yeah. like you get better at playing their little games. Right. It's like they. T- it's whatever. It's like IQ testing. It's like okay, you get better at the IQ test because you've taken the test more times. You know, it's like I would suck at an IQ test if I've never taken it, but if I would take it over, it's like obviously you're going to see my scores improve. Right. Because I get better at whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Here, it's maybe these these substances are more you're more versed in. Okay. And these are types of nootropics. Uh, amphetamines. New amphetamines. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that is, okay? Methamphetamine. Um, methamphetamine. A.K.A. meth. Oh, speaking, methylphenidate. Yeah, that's another ADHD it's a, drug. A benzylpiperidine that improves working memory. Eugeroics. Eugeroics. Are modafinil and modafinil? Modafinil? <laughs> yeah, modafinil? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's the that's wakefulness one. That, that, That's probably the most common one. Oh, I want to have some. Uh, it increases alertness, particularly in sleep-deprived individuals. Sound familiar? It does it's sound like familiar. Nodos. I guarantee. I guarantee you, one thousand percent. Elon Musk is taking nootropics. Okay, I mean, at least this. These next two. Caffeine. Okay. Nicotine. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. So, okay. I believe so, so the guy is definitely on stuff. I, I, I do, I do believe that. But, um, in terms of like, basically it, you can't, you can't view Tesla as a normal company because they, they can't fail because of their hype. It's like a normal company. People would be like, ah, screw that. Like a bunch of corporate bastards, let them fail or whatever, dump the mm-hmm. stock, whatever. But you got so many diehard Tesla people that won't let it die. Same thing with Elon Musk, also won't let it die. Every time he buys shares, every time he buys more shares of his company, it's like in the next three months, the stock goes up by like 41%. So it's like every time he buys, 
everybody follows the, the, the train up there. And the Tesla was doing pretty well because they had two quarters of really good results. They're they profitable, which is weird because they hadn't been let me, let me Let me interrupt you here. No, I can't get off nootropics or nootropics. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, there, I, there's a whole other podcast, bro. But, like, here's the thing. Here's my thought on them. You should know this because Joe Rogan, like, literally backs a I'm new sure. tropic. Yeah. I'm sure. He doesn't talk about much anymore. But, like... This word is new. New tropics. It's a new word. It's a new mm-hmm. topic. No one's ever. No, it's not a new topic. A new topic but is new. Tropic. It is not a new topic. A new topic. New tropic. It it is just a fancy way to say drugs. Yeah, all. I mean, half of that list was like that's just drugs. Things that were around. Yeah. Yeah. So it's we've like been a, using it's nicotine like an, and caffeine. It's like an umbrella term, caffeine and yeah. yeah, amphetamines for years and years and years. So, like, I just want to point out how weird it is that your defense of Musk is well, he's on drugs. Exactly. You know, so it's going to be great. <laughs> so you, you, were, you were asking, how does a, a guy who's so sleep deprived be productive? And I was saying, drugs. drugs. <laughs> yes. So okay, like. I don't know. It's just like, do you trust someone who's drugged up to captain a ship? Depends on the ship. So if the ship is backed by people who won't let it sink, then you don't necessarily need to get off. So mm-hmm. I feel like people people are saying this company can't raise money, and they totally can. Like anybody could raise money for Tesla. It's just like, I mean, if they if they believe in the business model, they don't want it to fail. They'll invest in it. It's just in the short term, it's whether or not you're along for the ride as an investor. But I feel like this company can't fail. I mean, it's possible. Like if if, if Elon Musk dies, <laughs> or, or if he like ends up in jail or something, and he literally can't do anything, and then then it would tank. But as long as Elon Musk doesn't fuck around too much with the SEC and he doesn't mess up with drugs and die, I feel like they'll they'll be okay. Like this this the, like the analysts. Excuse me. The analysts are the ones that are causing the stock to just plummet right now because it's it's in like analyst hell. So like one analyst will downgrade their opinion. So they had an absolute terrible last quarter, which is a which is normal for a cyclical cyclical stock. Like uh, you know, the auto industry is very cyclical, and they're gonna do. Obviously, they're gonna crush it later on this year. So you can you can already guarantee well, they just. You know how I know they're gonna do a little bit better. How's that? They hired a new social media manager for for a Tesla. Tesla. Long has Elon Musk said, I'm not going to advertise, but he hired a social media manager. You know who he hired? Who? Some guy who just posted a meme. So he's meme, a meme-centric guy? Yeah, Elon Musk fell in love with this guy's meme. Hmm. Is he a mime? No, he's not a mime. He's, he worked at a uh, like an English farm, and he took a picture of a sheep that was hmm. big, and he said, look at this absolute unit. And it was a large sheep. And then Elon Musk found that, and he found that very entertaining. Hmm. So he hired him as the head of his social media. Yeah. There's no doubt this guy is not afraid to just hire and fire people left and right for, like, basically no regard for human (laughs) emotion. So he just... I I, I wouldn't want to work for Elon Musk in a million years, but... I mean, there's Sounds a bunch like of people. He, there, you'll always find people who are willing to sacrifice themselves for the greater good of this company yeah. that they believe in, even if they don't really are aren't really appreciated. So, almost sounds like he should have hired Sam Neill to be his. Uh, That's what I was thinking too. Like, I, was thinking thing, duck, right? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Right? I was thinking the same thing. Oh my god, that would be Sam Neill would be an amazing spokesman for Tesla. Yeah, you know, he lives in New Zealand, like in like a country kind of area, isolated. So he's he cares about the environment, but he's going to need something with range. In order to get anywhere, yeah, enter the Tesla, a, a large range, 
long range or whatever the fuck they call it. The, electric, open, the open range, I think. The open range. Yeah. Electric vehicle. Get them some uh, gators that are made of uh, Tesla parts. You know, those like golf carts that uh, mm-hmm. with the big wheels. Some gators and some deer. Mm-hmm. Some te- Tesla deer. Tesla gators. They'd come up with their own animal. Yeah. Tesla's te- going to be like doing farming equipment next. It's going to be, be some silly animal like the sh- like that sheep. That absolute mm. unit of a sheep. Yeah. I bet hundred bucks they're gonna make a sheep. Oh, because it's because it's, it's, well, it's do the androids land. do androids dream and electric with and uh, what's the thing with, with electric sheep? I, I forget the exact title. I just want to point put it down on the tape right now that I am predicting that Tesla, if they survive, they're gonna survive. They're not gonna go bankrupt. Okay, if they survive, they're going to have outdoor equipment that is, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have a sheep mascot. Okay. Sheep max mascot for their outdoor equipment. Tweet it far. to that sheep guy. Yeah, I'll send it to him. Or send him the note. Send him contact. He's the head of their social media. He should be paying attention. Yeah. That's right. Link him to the podcast. Might be it. too busy scrolling Reddit for things to post, but... You could be a Scott Castigator. Hey, maybe. That'd be nice. I'd, I'd like him then. Yeah. That'd be good. Tessa's not going to fail. They're going to be all right. The, 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 the analysts are crazy. They're like... That, that there was one analyst for more. Uh, I think it was for Morgan Stanley. He said that the stock could go as low as ten dollars. Mm-hmm. But also, he changed his other prediction. He he predicted two things. He said, or it could go up to two hundred forty dollars. So he maintained one position at two hundred forty dollars, and then said, but it, but it could go as low as ten dollars. Mm-hmm. People are freaking out. It's like, wow, I wish I had your job. It's very wide range because yeah. I could go to <laughs> down make a bet in, for a Super Bowl and said, I think the Patriots are going to win, but they're going to lose by like. You know, forty points, or they might win by thirty. <laughs> and the guy goes, "Okay, or buddy. something in the middle, something in the middle." So it's like, no, just get the whole spread. You might be a millionaire, or you could die. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if Elon Musk survives, the company survives. Okay, that's my final take. Meanwhile, he's on amphetamines. But now is a great time to buy. <laughs> Tesla's on a that's discount. That's why I don't do stocks because, like. It all seems like bullshit to me. It doesn't have anything to do with what's actually going on in companies. Every company is its own special thing. So it's like you might think that you understand it, but one thing that you could invest in is a mutual fund because that's like you're just playing with the market. So as long mm-hmm. as the stock market doesn't crash, you make money. It's just not very much. It's like a 9 or 10% return, which is great. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. If you compound 9 or 10%, then you could be a millionaire right. within like the course of like 30 to 40 years of investing. But you'd have like a million dollars. If you put in like, I don't know, five, five thousand, ten thousand dollars. It's pretty easy. It's just when you get greedy, when you want to have fun and gamble a little bit. That's when you. That's when you invest in Tesla. Yeah. It's a speculative, speculative, speculative stock. That's why they call it speculative. Well, that's fun. I'm, I'm glad we speculated. Yep. Don't hate. Speculate. That's right. That's what. That's our opinion on, on stocks around here. That's right. Yep. Now we got. You do you know what time it is, guys? Email bag time. Yep. We got a bunch of email bags from a bunch of colorful characters. <clears throat> Super colorful, original characters. Yeah. They Tele- all, telecommunicate to us, transmit that. They all started with the same thing. Are they uh, real, raw, and esoteric? Yes. That was old school. Oh, yeah, they are real, raw, and esoteric. Are they all from the same person that's pretending to be three different people? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all from Drew? <laughs> no, none of them are for Drew. Or they don't even mention Drew, but we do have the Tim and Drew show. We're, uh, we're going to host them on our network, not mm-hmm. on our feed, but I'm going to 
host and edit and produce the new Tim and Drew show. Nice. So I'm going to cut down all uh-huh. the material that's useless in their pod, and they're going to have to cut nice. Drew out or Tim out. Yeah, <laughs> cut them both out. It's just going to be like noise. People are going to be like, "Why do they call it Tim and Drew show? There's no Tim. It's just the and. Just the ads show. Ads. It's just ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Andrew show. It just ads for Scott Andrew Cuts. show. Tim Andrew show. That's Andrew. confusing. They shouldn't do that because then it sounds like Tim Andrew show. It's the who's Tim Andrew? Hmm. <laughs> Tim Andrew show. Well, we haven't. We've yet to do put in the final details for the names and mm-hmm. stuff. So maybe it will be like Drew and Tim show or something. It should be Drew and Tim show because it'll be that's like D A T S. That's that's yeah. That's great. Hey, look, it's stats. So there we go. Dats, what's up? I'm just telling them how to run their show. They just listen to me. Jeez. Seriously, you're going to produce the producer. I am. You, you want you want like puns and titles? That's my thing. I guess so. All right. So we got an email bag. Dear Scott Cast, all hail Scott Cast, glory be to Scott Cast. What are your thoughts on Taika Waititi's directing of an anime? Hmm. Sincerely, oh. Fluffy Heber. Which which one is this? Is this? Oh, is, oh wait, don't tell me. Is it the uh, one? Is it Akira? Yes, Akira. What's Akira? I was hoping you know what it is. That's it's why it's only I the it greatest, up. the greatest um, animated anime of all time movie. It's wait a minute, it already it, made. Leonardo, already Leonardo, made. yeah, it's a good, it's a really good anime, and it's um, it's by it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I think is the one who has the rights to produce and produce it, or that the intellectual property belongs to him. And I, I thought I didn't I didn't I link that didn't I get you that link like two months ago? Maybe you did, but I recently. So wait, they're remaking the anime? What's happening? I guess yeah, I, I don't know what's happening. Live action. I think it's gonna be a live. Akira? I think it's a live action Akira that they're gonna make. Live oh. action? Yeah. Oh my god. Hmm. Why? But this is Taika Waititi. Uh, I thought he was gonna do Jurassic Park like we agreed on. Yeah. No, he didn't give a shit about what you think. I guess. I guess not. I commented on um, one of Gotham, uh, one of the actors from Gotham's Instagram, because uh, he was going on about Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. and so I just posted, "Boom! Here's my thoughts: Jurassic Park between the two sets of movies, Taika Waititi directing, Samuel returning. You should be in that." And then he was like, "Hmm, yes," and he tagged Taika Waititi. Mm. So never- we're this much closer. You're getting close, but not, <laughs> not right from the, the horse's mouth. I'm throwing these darts in Hollywood, and and people are people are they, it's an echo chamber. It. So you know, it's just not echoing like, to the. Wow, source. that's a good idea that this guy gave us for free. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not <laughs> even going to mention that it was this guy. So I'm going to like it's my idea. I don't then, mind. We we have it recorded that we came up with the idea, and mm-hmm. I just want the glory. I don't need the money. And with the glory to be to the Scott cast? Glory goes to Scott cast. Glory be to Scott cast. Yes. So, yeah. With him, in him, through him. So what do you guys think about all this like, remaking shit, though? I am generally not a fan. <clears throat> I am still intrigued by Taika Waititi. Waititi. Um, but I haven't like, actually why? gone around to actually watching his films. I feel like I, I would like everything he's done. I just haven't confirmed that. Yeah, totally start with like the a, Ricky Baker movie, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. That is aces. And then go right to Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> no, don't do Thor. You want to... <laughs> no. <laughs> like... Ah. Yeah, it was fun. They did Immigration Song right yeah. up front. Yeah. I actually match, matched the movie. It's, it's a fun song, but it's mm-hmm. about a song about, you know... Norse mythology. Norse yeah. mythology. And, so... Yeah, I mean, generally, like, there, there's a lot of remakes going on right now that I'm not a fan of. Like what? 
What do you mean, like everything? Like I think everything is a remake. Yeah, basically everything. Yeah, um, that all the Disney movies they're remaking. I mean, don't we have like two coming out? There's um, Aladdin and yeah, live action Aladdin, and then there's like that one movie with the evil witch, Mal, Mal, Maleficent, Mal, Mal. What that was it? a couple of years back. That was already done. Yeah. I thought they were coming out with another one. I think Taika I think, Waititi I think needs to jump off this train, this remake train, because mm-hmm. like look at Aladdin, that looks shit. Aladdin it ruined Will Smith's career finally forever. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, is so he's blue sometimes, and now he's not, and then other times he's not. Like, so they're like remaking like a lot of old horror movies too. And like just butchering the villains, like they're redoing Child's Play, like the Chucky movie with the yeah. CGI doll, and it's so fucking bad looking. So are they are they intentionally like are they using CGI to do it? Of course, yeah, right? yeah. They're recreating it's way the, easier than using a fucking yeah, puppet. but like it's stupid because it's supposed to be a child's toy, and they're making it look like this, like. Like that's the only time where yeah. the yeah. practical effect without any artistic like merit is mm. much better. Because, what, what, yeah. what did you guys think about when they did they turned Yoda from a puppet to CGI? I was neutral, but I don't really care. I mean, they also had like Leia CGI in that. They so. <laughs> <laughs> CGI. You know what they can do now, Scott? Because Scott, you sent me that really interesting link with Fo Rogan. Fo Rogan is a it's a fake fake Joe Rogan dot com mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and it that sounds just like Joe Rogan's voice so what they can do now is if they have I mean it's easy to do with Joe Rogan because there's so much content to feed into that AI that it can emulate his voice but once it gets better it won't even need that much mm-hmm. uh, you can just say well put an in inflection at this part of your voice and you can mimic it mm-hmm. once they fine tune it but basically yeah you could like okay like I remember when Spock died they were like oh well, they, you know, like, what if they CGI Spock in there and it's like well who would be the voice actor or something. Mm-hmm like some guy that imitates them, but why do that when you can just, why pay an actor where you can have the AI just do it for you? Yeah. That, skips, that AI skips. is fantastic. Yeah. It so did you listen exactly to it, Ian? Real. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. It's sounds pretty good. It sounds good, but it only sounds good from like uh, audio where Joe is just like, he's, he's a little bit monotone and he's mm-hmm. not like doing, you know, he's just kind of talking like I'm talking right now. It's not right. monotone as much as the same rate of speech. It's, it doesn't sound like clip. a robot at all. It's an even clip when he's a robot. Like it's like dot, 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 dot. You da, could da, definitely da, da. like adjust that. Yeah. That, that's yeah. totally an easy thing. to. They adjust. just need to, yeah, if they can just get inflections of people's yeah. voices, like, Hey, like that, then they could, instead they of, have Hey, that. they, they have, could, that. Hey, and they could do it. Like, yeah, like, uh, I'm sure they do. They're just, like say something flat and monotone. And something flat and monotone. And okay, now I'm gonna have a totally. I'm gonna have two of those versions of that in this pod. Listen for it, and one of them's gonna be weird. You're gonna make, you're gonna make what I just said sound yeah. like something yeah. flat and monotone. Something like that. Yeah. What if I just like cut those both out? <laughs> I, just, I just made your job I'm easier. I'm probably gonna do that. Scott, I just made your job easier. You can be a lot easier. You yeah. can literally just edit out the last like ten seconds of what I said and just use just use the one clip. Of okay, me now say Scott is amazing. I can't. I can't. Just say it. Just say it. Just in a monotone voice. In like an exuberant. Voice. I, I can't say that in monotone. Oh, okay. I just can't, you can't say it in a monotone. Scott is amazing. There you go. Okay. We'll we'll have the edit in. <laughs> So, so yeah. you're just gonna you're just gonna swap out <laughs> something monotone with Scott is amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that fixes it, I guess. What were, we, what were we talking about before I mentioned Phil Rogan? Oh, remaking shit. Remaking. remaking I was just gonna shit. say they could remake stuff and like actually just. I mean, I don't know. They could like, like automate actors now. Particularly for Child's Play, though, with the Chucky and it's a doll. Like, what's the point of remaking that? Is the thing. What's the point of remaking it? And practical effects have 
a lot of merit in horror because we watched The Fly. Yeah. And I was puking halfway through it. <laughs> you know? When the fingernails came off. Oh, when the fingernails came off. Oh, yeah, my God. You got God. fingernails, Scott? I, when they come off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't, that just would it would have looked too shiny and, mm-hmm. like, uh, manufactured if it was CGI. Yeah, the fact that, like, you want to look away, it contributes to the effect because, like, sure, maybe if it was up to intense scrutiny, I'd be like, yeah, that's just a, uh, I don't know, like I a mean, rubber yeah, thing. You can tell, like, the ends of his fingers were kind of built up with, like, yeah. prosthetics. If you looked real hard, but I didn't because <laughs> I was puking in the corner. <laughs> so, like, that's the value of practical effects. It's just, it's real enough. It's like, it's real enough that you're like, I'm not going to tune in for this disgust factor. Mm-hmm. And, and I, it inspires more fear. And I think the, the trouble people have with CGI is they don't always match up the lighting the way it should be. And that's why it kind of looks unnatural. Mm-hmm. Like the shadows, it's just everything's real shiny and polished, and so just get some like shellac on those nails. You'd be good. You'd be fine. <laughs> make them nice and shiny. I think I'm using that word right. Shellac makes your nails shiny. Maybe, maybe. It's I've like shellac my nails before. Well, let's do a Scottcast where we go on nail salon. <laughs> Hell yeah! Right after, right after, and we're like nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna have to go to the cryo chamber first. Scott, Scott, science, science is gonna. But help I think us that's out. like. Even um, like more modern films that use like a higher percentage of CGI look shittier than like early CGI films because that was like a hybrid. They used like live actors with motion capture kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So the lighting, they're like reimposing images on top of what was there. Whereas when it's like fully CGI, they're trying to recreate these natural lighting situations and they're we're not that good at that. Yeah, it's a whole lot of work to put to give people and like you're like if you're spreading your budget across everything from how bright should the sun be to mm-hmm. how many grains of grass or whatever the fuck you measure grass with blades. <laughs> Give me some of the grains. <laughs> You know, like what? What about grass is grainy? Like how much? <laughs> I want to. wrong. I would like to see the cost breakdown of like a Pixar movie by like the objects in the universe. How much mm-hmm. does that blade of grass cost to make it sway? Like, yeah. was that a ten thousand dollar blade of grass? Well, Pixar is probably the easiest form of animation because you don't have to make it look real. It's just like it's a surreal environment, so mm-hmm. it looks right. That's why Pixar movies do well. And then when they try to do CGI, yeah, if with it's uniform. Stuff, if you're trying to fit. Well, if you look CGI at CGI like, and scene into a live action movie, then things kind of it's off well, balance. If it's live action. You're trying to make it look like real life, which is really right. hard. Yeah, and then it's like you try to take a you know a Wreck It Ralph or something where you got like people with like right. these round, really round features. And it's and okay it, to be cartoony. It all looks there. weird, and it's like yeah, it's their interpretation of yeah. stuff. But that's easier. But I mean, now that's why that's why I think they're trying to take all these animated movies and adapt them like the Disney movies and stuff like that. Cause people will be like, Oh, okay. Well, it's kind of cool to see them in 3d now, like instead mm-hmm. of the 2d representation. And it's like what they did for like beauty and beast was literally just the same movie. And they just, I mean, they tweaked some things here and there, but mm-hmm. it's pretty much people are like, well, that's it. It's like the exact same movie. Like, yeah, that's what you want. Like Aladdin, this Aladdin movie looks pretty different. Um, that jazz. Like, though. what's the point of that? Like, were those movies lacking anything that needed to be, uh, redone? 
It's also right. a sensitive topic too, because you're, you're you're taking an actor like Robin Williams, and it's like, how do you follow up? Yeah, that like you're never gonna like no matter what you do, you're literally not Robin Williams, so you'll never be as you'll never be as Robin Williamsy as Robin Williams. And if you try to impersonate him, it's like that's sat, first of all, like people say it's messed up, and then did also they, did they bring good. back the toucan? Did they bring back Gilbert? The toucan? You mean Iago? Iago, yeah. A parrot? Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's a parrot, bro. Whatever. Par- par- apparently. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? It's a bird. Hey, Gilbert got details me. matter here. Yeah, but did they bring back Gilbert? I, like, I haven't the, seen any Iago yet. There's no Iagos in this movie? I don't think so. I haven't seen him yet. He must not be. I'm sure there will be. They got the. If they could get the same. Is that guy still alive? What's his Gilbert? name? Gilbert? Is that the guy who plays him? Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah, yeah. yeah Gilbert yeah. Godfrey. Yeah, Gilbert, right? He's still, still alive? Yeah. Yeah, get him to do it. He has that unique voice. Yeah. That would be a hard one to emulate. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. And, like, there, he, he recently put out a documentary because he was the Affleck duck. And when hmm. the Japanese tsunami happened, I he made a bunch that. of jokes. He made a bunch of jokes about uh, the Japanese tsunami as it was happening, and he got fired from Affleck. That's why there's no Affleck duck? That's, well, that's why it's been a little bit different lately. <laughs> Hasn't been as annoying. You're like, that's not the Affleck duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he led, lent something they to that had character. They should have Ben Affleck be the voice of Affleck. I thought it was... I mean, that's why I always wonder. Yeah. Is like literally... That would have been a great Because, you know, Geico Gecko, and then you have the Affleck Affleck. Yeah. Yeah, but hit, hit, like that. You gotta, you gotta keep this in the podcast because when that becomes a thing, I want royalties. <laughs> right? He just got fired off of uh, being Batman. Ben, Affleck. I know he's, he's no, looking for money. He wants to be a duck now. I think that's a good step in the right. T- he could be a ductator. He could be Affleck, 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 and then he could be uh, the ductator for when you come out with our movie. Just really corner that duck market. Just, I, yeah. I feel like that's untapped market. Mm-hmm. And when that remake of that DuckTales shit comes up... Do you remember Duckman? Positioned real well. No. Duckman? Yeah. No. What's that? Uh, Jason Alexander from uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. He's George. He was he voiced a cartoon uh, that was on USA back in the 90s. He was Duckman. It was... Uh, <laughs> Darkwing Duck? No, no Duckman. Duck <laughs> yeah. It was Duck kind Man. of like an adult sort of uh, cartoon. Like, was he a good superhero or was it an ironic superhero? Cause it's, it was like... Uh, was he George as a superhero? It was kind of like, um, what's BoJack Horseman? But like in the 90s with okay. a duck. Okay. So it's before it's time. Yeah. There's a lot of like gross sexual humor and... Like, why don't we get a remake of something like that? Right? That's what I'd like to because see. Because we're coming out with Duck Tater. We don't want any competition. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a remake of Titanic. Mm-hmm. I want to see a remake of the Duck movie, Duck Man. Okay. I want to see that a was re- a TV series. Whatever. <laughs> Make it a movie now. Make it a movie. I, I'm not going to sit through a series <laughs> yeah, of that. <laughs> there was a bad Duck movie also in the 80s that uh, the George Lucas duck? did. George Lucas did a Duck movie? Yeah. What, what was it fucking I called? There's a, a duck lore. There's a lot of Duck movies out there. Yeah. Like we're going to be joining a proud uh, tradition. Shit, what was it called? All we need for the Ducktator is for it to be better than the Mighty Ducks, and we'll have the best duck quack, movie. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> there will be no it, more references, remember, dude. The, to Mighty Ducks, it's so bad. It's good though. I guess the, the Mighty Ducks Howard is the so duck. bad. Howard the Duck. I was gonna say that. That's Disney. Marvel did did that though. I was gonna say that. Howard was, the Duck was in. Um, he was a cameo at the end credits of uh, the 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 first or second Avengers. No, no, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
It was Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 1, Howard the Duck, was in the collector's collection. And I was like, who the fuck is Howard the Duck? So I had to look it up. That's why I thought I was getting my stuff mixed up, because we were talking about CGI and mm. Marvel. So um, That was the bomb movie I was talking about. Yeah. Mm. I guess I was going to say that, too. He didn't too. direct it, but well, I feel like he was a producer. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe George Lucas was not involved. Have you ever seen um, Avatar, The Last Airbender, and not the... Not the not the, not the movie, but the no. TV show. Are you continuing from the anime angle that we had 30 minutes ago? <clears throat> yes, I'm reaching, reaching, going back. <laughs> you don't understand threads and kind of podcasting. Kind of, this is too long ago. But, but it's relevant. It's the initial it, topic. It was relevant, but it's not anymore. Well, they're doing a live-action version of that for Netflix now. Oh, my God. Netflix is, do, is jumping in on all the live-action stuff, mm-hmm. and they're redoing a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of anime, actually. Oh my God! When is this? When, when are we going like, to boycott like, this? When are we going to stop watching remakes? Like, well, if Avatar is good, I'm watching it because that was a good show. It was like a Western sh- cartoon. It wasn't. It's, I guess some people call it anime, but it's not really because they don't have the. But weird. I want a new story. That's yeah. The Ducktator yeah. has been the newest thing we've heard in our entire lives since. You know, it's actually they're doing. Uh, they're so Game of Thrones is over now, but my, one of my favorite series is the King Killer Chronicles. Do you guys read fantasy? Okay. Well, it's. I hope that takes off. Showtime apparently is making uh, a, a prequel series to the to, before the events of the books for this. What, the The first book is called The Name of the Wind. The second one it's kind of like a doesn't sound great, but it's actually a really good book. It's like one of the best, highest rated fantasy sci fi. What kind of sorry, fantasy sorry, is it? Like, what sci-fi. kind of universe is this? It is. It's. It's kind of like. Game of Thrones. It's like it has a ma- it has magic in it. The guy is, is like it medieval. It's like the, the standard stuff. He, the guy learns how to use magic powers. He goes to like a, he becomes an arcanist. They call it arcanist. because he studies the arcane arts. Mm-hmm. But he's like he's like a prodigy. But he's has all this tragedy that happens in his life. Is it like all Middle Earth kind of shit, or is it it's, like yeah? It's, it's not. I would, there's like not not really knights and stuff like that. I mean, there's. It's like a medieval-ish kind of thing. It's a fantasy thing, you know. It's a typical fantasy setting where okay. there's magic and okay. so castles, like a, and but it's not like a secret society like Howard, Harry Potter, Howard Potter, Harry Potter. <laughs> you want some of that Harry Potter, man? It's <laughs> <laughs> a strong shit. So I'm hoping they'll remake that. that so they're like have a prequel like s- series on Showtime, and then there's supposed to be movies on it. It's by Patrick Roth, Rothfuss. Roethlisberger. No, I hate Roethlisberger, the rapist. But. Um, Ben Rapisberger. Is that Harry Powder, one of those nuogenics, nuo new tropics? I'll, I'll have Nootropics. myself some Harry Powder. Nuogenics, new tropics. Got all the news. <laughs> I don't know. Harry Powder. In other news. All right, so we got more email bag. Uh, dear Scott Cast, all hail Scott Cast, glory be to Scott Cast. What makes a man? Sincerely, John Long Tool. Hmm. John Long Tool. What a name. What a tool. Hmm. John Longtool. But what makes a man? Or an, I don't know what he means by that. Like, What do you think he means by that? He didn't really leave much. Well, the moves there. maketh the man. Hmm. The moves maketh the man? The moves maketh the man. So you're a man of action, you would say. Yes. Okay, because that's and a very man of action thing to action say. Action versus inaction. Okay, so yeah. it's, whatever, it's what you do that makes you who Sometimes you are. what you don't do, too. It's what you don't do that makes you who like you I are. Like, I don't slap you in the face. And that's, that's part of your identity. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Let me see. Are we defining what it means to be a man? I don't first, know what this man wants. And then, and then also, 
what it means. What was it? What does it mean to be a man? No, it's what, what, makes, what makes a man. man. What makes a man? Well, what makes when a man? two people love each other very right? much, that's they what makes together. a man. <laughs> sometimes they can make a man. Sometimes they can make a woman. It's like a forty-nine point five percent chance it's going to be a man. Yeah, there's some variance there. A little bit. Oh. Slightly more women in the world, but is yeah. that just because? Is that, is that just because like when you look at those statistics? Is that just? Is it because that's just because there's a lot of stupid men out there and they've died, so there's more women? Or does that mean that there's a more chance that there actually will be more birth? Like, do they look at birth ratios? I think um, in terms of development, where, like, the default is female. Because they so, have like, two X chromosomes and the Y is a variant. Well, there's a point in development when, like, there's a, supposed to be a hormone release. If it's going to be a male, if anything fucks up with that, it just I'll defaults to female. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. when you're fucking around with things, that's when you're making a man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that would make sense then, I guess, if you're if you're trying to have a mutation so that you can survive as a species, you want to have that X factor, which is actually a Y factor. <laughs> the Y factor is the X factor, dude. You're blowing my mind right now. Hell yeah. That's right. I'm blowing my own mind. I don't know why, I don't know why I'm going in this. But that's but. the thing is you can be X, Y, and if anything fucks up in that like critical time when the hormones are supposed to do whatever they're doing, I don't have specifics on that, but Biology. in general, um, you can be XY and be born female because mm-hmm. that's like, oh, this didn't go quite as we planned. Default. Mm. But isn't the Y a really small chromosome, not as robust as the X? So if you were XY, but also like in you developed as a female, mm-hmm. that would be problematic. Possibly. Okay. I mean, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, like, if there's diseases that affect an X chromosome, and you have two copies of an X chromosome, right? Then, then you have kind of screwed. A better chance of being like male, uh, male yeah. color blindness, for example, affects mm-hmm. men more. Because so, so this is the answer to what makes a man is just being on the precipice of being fucked up at any given moment in a long chain of events away from the normal. Okay. And that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's strange. If you want to argue with that, you don't understand shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, try to refute that, bitch. Yeah, I guess that's what makes a man, John uh, Longtool. Thanks, John Longtool. Yeah, John Longtool. That question just brought like, have you ever seen uh, Orgasmo? <laughs> I want to now. <laughs> is it an Italian film? <laughs> no. It's uh, the South Park guys, like an early movie of theirs. Before South Park or like yeah. just early on I think it South was, Park. they made it before South Park, but it got released after. Yeah, um, that makes sense because why would you release yeah. it when you're not popular? Yeah. Um, what is it about? What, is it like a porno? Sort of. It's kind of porno? It's about... Are they going to do a remake? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try not to fuck up the plot here. So, the pizza guy shows up. And, uh, extra large sausage. Um, so it's Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Which one's which? Trey's the blonde. Trey's the blonde. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what uh, they look like as people. So it's but they're playing characters in this. Yeah. Okay. So they're both in it. One of them's a Mormon missionary who somehow gets roped into like making porn because he was like out evangelizing and he showed up at Word got house. good. He was really good with they were shooting a porn. Wordplay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he got sucked into the porn world. He's trying to make money so he can marry his the, the love of his life and blah, blah, blah. And so he turns into this uh, superhero orgasmo. Okay. Your typical South Park chaos ensues. Um, 
but there's a song. I love how like the plot is self descript yeah. after I that. I mean, <laughs> it's like, thank he's, God you're here, Orgasmo. Uh, chode Boy. Chode Boy. Okay. That's, yeah. that's actually a little pedophilic. So the, still, what's the plot though? So like, uh, what, what goes wrong? Well, he gets sucked into the world of porn and he's a Mormon. Oh, so he's trying to hide that from his okay. fiance, but also capitalize on his the personal porn industry okay. and take, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say vengeance. Is he, a, is he a superhero with like powers? He's got. Do you have a some long powers. tool? I don't want to spoil it for people who may <laughs> okay, want to watch right. it. Like his penis. But is anyway, like on, on command penis. Uh, he has like a, an orgasmal ray. Ooh. That gets the ladies uh, oh. and the men kind of anybody. Oh. Yeah, you know how you you blow your load and you're kind of done. Right. It, it's, it just keeps going. It's incapacitating. Oh, okay. He'll, yeah. Okay, so wait, so it's so wait, wait until he until he hits you with this, stops hitting you with the ray, you just experience constant orgasm. What if yeah. he? It sounds like a villain. What if he just used that? What if he turns the other way? I mean, it'd be like torture to not get a release from that. That's the beauty of the. Whoa, well, there's a bug in here. There's a song in the soundtrack of Orgasmo that that question reminded me of. Oh, what makes a man? What's the song? I don't know if we can uh, do a clip. What about if you sung it? I, I could don't know sing if the, I could find even a. There's that clip from Mulan where like somehow I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> yeah, that guy answered be that question. Be a man, you must be swift. That's be how we should have answered it. Yeah. Uh, you got to be swift as a coursing river, river with all the strength of a f- great typhoon. Yeah, typhoon. And all this, uh, got to sing it. Though. Fierce of a roaring fire, <laughs> mysterious <No. laughs> as the dark side. You of got the moon. definitely got to be as mysterious as the dark side of the moon. Yeah, <laughs> that should be the official answer. Yeah. They need to remake Mulan, but with all the same actors doing the same things, including Eddie Murphy as the little uh, yeah. dragon. They could do it, like like in, a, in like a costume. I would watch Mulan again, just because I like watching that movie. I wouldn't even mind watching it again. I don't mm-hmm. care for the remake. It's like a solid movie. It's like yeah, girl power, girl power, girl power. Yeah. So what's the orgasmo song? Do you want me to uh, do a rendition? You're going to have to. Copyright, bro. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. Well. You can practice a few times. It's okay. I won't isolate this and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going in the vault. <laughs> it's inside. Yeah, this is a $5 download. Okay. I'm trying to like remember how the song goes. Give the email it's people like what a, they want. It's like Give a the call members what they need. It's yeah. like a power metal kind of ballad. Mm-hmm. Like almost, you need like uh, a power metal. Mm-hmm. Scott will find a generic power metal yeah. uh, it's like, so- uh, sound to use. I'm not going to do that, but go on. <laughs> He'll pay $5. Go on Fiverr. So. Hey, what makes a man? Is it the power in his hands? <laughs> Jesus. No, I already fucked up the rhythm. Hold on. What makes a man? Is the power in his hands? Is it his quest for glory? Give it all you got to fight to the top so we can know your story. Now you're a man, a man, man, man. Now you're a man, a manny, manny, man. That is relevant. (laughs) Just play that when he answers the question. Skip ahead a little bit. Okay. What makes a man? (laughs) That's part of the, the next verse here. Go, what makes a man? It's the woman in his arms. Just cause she has big titties. <laughs> or is it the way he fights every day? 
No, it's probably the titties. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a man, a man, man, man. <laughs> probably the titties. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is classic already. So that's uh, this karaoke hour now. That's my response to the question. Excellent. That's Scott, a great response. It's probably the titties. It's probably the titties. <laughs> that's what maketh the man. Okay, so John Longtool, go find someone with titties. Make her your hella bitch. That's all I'll <laughs> say about that. It doesn't work in the singular. It doesn't work in the singular. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Make her one of your hella bitches. There you go. There you go. I think that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> one of your hella bitches. It only works when there's multiple people. All they're all aspiring to find some hella bitches. There's gonna be, no. It's the fact that there was gonna be hella, meaning a lot of, like a cornucopia of bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> cornucopia meaning a lot of. There we go. There's an old Even Stevens reference for anybody. I was wondering what I was gonna title this episode. A cornucopia of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> a, a cob. <laughs> C-O-B. All right. New email. Dear Scott Cast, all hail Scott Cast. Glory be to Scott Cast. I love a good thunderclap. Could you please throw one in? Sincerely, Mary Ann Cocaine. Here we go. Throw in some thunderclaps. Yeah. Want, some, want, want another one? Boom. That's right. <laughs> you guys want to throw one out? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, there was one podcast where you threw a lot of thunder. You're throwing a lot of bolts of lightning. Yeah. I, you know, the, you know what my uh, one of our favorite fans calls me, the god of thunder. Oh, he does. He does a Scott lot. Science. He thinks I'm because I explained to him what Mjolnir is. Mm. How it's like the hammer of Thor. How do you spell that? M J O L N I R. Okay. Mjolnir. 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 Can you say it? Mjolnir. I mean, Mjolnir. I just said it's Mjolnir. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, Kyle, can you say it? Mjolnir. <laughs> he stole the mustache. <laughs> Mjolnir. But uh, yeah, so I mean, straight from the God of Thunder, you've heard it first. So Yeah. I got, let me see if it'll. That was actually in those Halo books. That was their armor was Mjolnir armor. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Before I ever knew. I was never like a big comic book guy growing up. I didn't like have comic books or anything like that. Yeah. And if we, if I had, if I had Wikipedia and stuff back in the day, I probably would have. But it was too hard to follow the lore when you just didn't have any resources. Mjolnir, Mjolnir. That's Mjolnir. how it's Mjolnir. 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 Not Mjolnir. 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 Just. Thunderclaps. That's my attack. Mjolnir. That was a good email. I like this email. I like a good email that that can no no possible narrative thread afterwards. Yeah, just the more straightforward. Yeah, thunderclaps. Yeah, was that Marianne? What? Marianne Cocaine. Oh, okay. She's into those new tropics. Is cocaine a new tropic? I think it is. It's an old tropic. It's an old new tropic. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Dear Scottcast. Tropic Thunder. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Word association. <laughs> Definitely stimulates the brain. Yeah. Caffeine. Freud had a, a Coke problem. Yeah. So did uh, Sherlock Holmes, apparently. Yeah. yeah. All the best minds out there. That's right. When I was a child, I had a Coke problem. Mm. Coca-Cola. Yeah, I drank a lot of Coca-Cola. 
arguably worse than if you just yes. had a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> as a Probably better if they kept the cocaine in there, really, because then at least you get the little bit of coke. Yeah, I wish I kind of wish I just did cocaine instead of drank the liters upon liters of soft well, drinks. Wasn't it originally yeah. like a syrup though? They sold the, oh no, they used to just sell the syrup. You couldn't buy a can of it. Hmm. So, and but now you, to, like, you might be able it. to get cannabis. <laughs> you might be able to get cannabis infused Coca Cola in the future. I mean, maybe I guess I don't know what the point of that would be. Coca Cola could buy out uh, one of those cannabis stocks. Coca Cola can buy whatever it wants. Like, I mean, it could be Coca Cola Tesla for like a week. Whoa, I don't know. It's then all like of a sudden, a well, maybe you know why not? Like they have the funds, and it's they, not like it's can. not like Tesla would send them under. They're Coca Cola. They're right. the world's largest brand. Mm. They could just swallow them up easy. Oh, swallow them up. That's right. Carbonated goodness. That electric car. It's carbon, the only carbon way. Carbon emissions, carbon, carbonation. They just run all their uh, stuff on uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Like in, um, what's that show? The Future. Futurama. Hmm. Don't they all just like drink beer and run off the carbonation of, it's like, oh, it's because it's like the ethanol. The robots thing. run off of that, yeah. They, go, they run off of ethyl alcohol instead mm-hmm. of ethanol. It's like a, haha. Yeah. Okay. I think I got a, I think I got one last email bag here. Okay. Uh, dear Scott Cast, all hail Scott Cast, glory be to Scott Cast. I need advice. I am meek, sleepy, and largely ineffectual in conversation. I want to come off as confident and cocksure as you guys. What can I do to improve? Sincerely, Zenus Spachemin. Spaceman? Zenus, Z E N A S S P A C E M A N. Zenas? Zenus? <clears throat> so, wait, what's he asking? Advice about Zena, girl. That- he wants to come off as confident and cocksure, and he's like currently and he's currently who's, what though? He's currently who's coming off that way on this cast? We are. We all are confident and cocksure. Con, con, are we? I think Together, so. Collectively, huh. are we? Yeah, Our like collective cock is pretty sure. I yeah. guess is the super ego. I'm the the outsider on this. You're, one. you're less cocksure. <laughs> you're the but, one that's telling the cocksure where to go. But as a unit, we're all cocksure. Okay. So, <laughs> talk, about our, talk, talk about our unit. So, what makes what makes this unit of ours cocksure? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is it is it the fact that we contribute something new in each part of us? Like, David's got his uh, cold rational analysis. Ian's got his uh, warm embrace of the empathetic, and I've got my mm-hmm. uh, uh, desire for conquering <laughs> and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what does it. I think it's like this trifecta of personality mm-hmm. that makes us so confident and cocksure. But also maybe some new tropics might be in order for this guy. I think this guy needs drugs. Well, I think we should get a new tropic sponsor at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Adderall, uh, cocaine. Oh, no. Make your own thing. We're going to make our own new tropic? Make your own thing. Joe Rogan did it. You can do it. I think, okay, yeah. so, so what, but you can't make your own His thing. His was Just alpha brain. Drug. What's yours going to be? We can't just make our own drug. Like we gotta. Anybody can make their own drug. It doesn't have to be FDA approved. That's the beauty of nootropics. That's the umbrella term. Okay, it doesn't have to be a controlled substance. It can be literally anything. You can say it's a. I've literally thought about. Well, nobody just mix up some. Nobody. Nobody will steal this idea. But literally selling, you could sell like a like as a joke, like a placebo pill. I know you've been dying for more like podcasts to listen to right i have you've been dying absolutely dying you want a fitness podcast i've exhausted all the the podcasts that i listen to and i just need something different okay well shit david i feel like you have a solution coming up for this particular problem 
Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Is this where I jump in? This is where you jump in and talk about your new podcast. Well, uh, I mean, I'm hoping next weekend that I can launch my podcast, One Life to Lift. I don't know if I'm going to call it One Life to Lift yet. Might come up with something a little more, a little sexier, a little snazzy, a little more snazzy. Throw some keywords in there. Throw some keywords in there. Yeah, maybe do don't don't do. I'm not gonna. Maybe I don't confuse people by using like like hard to pronounce words, especially ones that you can't pronounce, like savant garde. Yeah, that wouldn't work very well. What's the gist of it? Like, where are you going with it? What kind of content? Well, I wanna I wanna get people that I know on the podcast first, and we just talk about fitness uh, topics. But it could evolve into something else where I actually like invite other people who are well known, other people in the in the fitness industry, and we talk about these hot hot topics. But so there's always fitness. something to talk about. All fitness all the time. Well, it's like mm-hmm. fitness, but also it's like the kind of the philosophy of how you should like work, treat your body and and be mindful, and, you know, of, of your body and how to how to not just. Uh, how to not just become some gym bro or like how somebody who is maybe disabled or like doesn't feel right in the gym setting. And, uh, it, it's, it's really just like, so there'll be a certain, you know, amount of not, I wouldn't call it all philosophy, but I will definitely be injecting my own philosophies about healthy living into the show. Will you also be injecting CRISPR into your dick? I mean, I might inject, <laughs> we might talk about a little bit about injections. So, well, you'll talk about it, but you won't do it on a pod. No, well, no pod experimenting. They'll be experimenting because the people on the pod will be, I want people who are actually trying stuff out. Okay. Um, to get, yeah, I would love to get somebody who maybe isn't like an intellectual, but maybe just get their raw experience and, and, and pick their, pick their mind on it. Like for example, your raw experience with fitness, which is not a lot, a, a very much not a would lot. be a welcome addition to the show because I want, I don't, if you just talk to other people who are also, Oh yeah, fitness is great. Let's talk about fitness and let's talk about like, yeah, let's, let's talk about programming and stuff. It's like people are like, I don't really relate to you, mm-hmm. but if you're just talking about like, okay, like why is it why is it good to be healthy and why is that good how does your body benefit from that like I mean even I I see every, anybody could benefit like if you're looking at from a, a psychological perspective and maybe you work with people who have uh you know like a mental illness or something like that and they go into a, a facility and they tell them here let's give you more drugs I'm sorry you're not happy how why won't you take our drugs I don't get why you're not happy. And they put them on a treadmill and they are like, wow, at least I can maintain my exercise routine and I have some consistency and I'm using my body and I'm not just laying here miserable thinking about um, stuck in my misery. It's like that kind of stuff. It's like there's a lot of different nuances to like, you know, unlocking the potential of your, your body. You're, mm-hmm. You know, like you should, you have a body, you should use it. We're not just floating in the ether here. It's not just a simulation. You're not just a little brain in the tank. You got to have a connection to your body. So... I'd like to just get people to awaken to the you know the usefulness the utility of their own uh, you know flesh. I like that you know, but you know what I don't like about exercising? Hmm. Counting. Why would you need to count? I, that's the thing. I, I, I every Think time of, I try to exercise, they're like telling me do fifteen of this, fifteen of that. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do. And you know the thing about that too is like, uh, you know, I am a terrible counter. I am a great. Mm-hmm trainer and I have a terrible counter. And I tell people too, is like, I have an exact rep range that you can use because I know the guidelines. I know based off of normative data, this will give you a certain result. But I tell them it's like, 
you know, each, you should, you shouldn't count the reps. You should make each rep count. So each rep is its own separate thing. If you're counting reps and you're, it's like, you're rushing through it to get to the, this is like what I'm talking about the philosophy stuff. It's like when you're lifting, it's like, I tell you to do 10 reps. That's great. So your brain already is formulating in your head. I have to get 10 reps. And I'm not saying it's bad to have a goal in mind. There's, there's a lot of aspects to this, but say, say I give you 10 reps. It's like, you will rush through those first, like five reps. And the first five reps are going to feel easy. And you're probably not going to contract as hard as you should. And then by the time you get to seven, eight, nine, 10, probably eight, nine and 10 will feel hard no matter what. If what I mean, you, contract as hard as you should. As hard as you should. So you should make each rep its own. I mean, you should try as hard as you can for each rep. So like if you, if I tell somebody that you should get, if I put an idea in their head that they should get fatigued at a certain rep, I say, all right, they, they say, so they say, David, how many reps should I do? And I say, uh, I think, well, you should probably like eight. You could probably do eight. And they'll be like, wow, eight was really hard. But if I had said, uh, give me 25, they probably could have done 25. They just, and it would have like, yeah, I could really feel it on those last five. It was really hard. It was like, whether I tell them to do eight reps or 25 reps, you know, unless you're going bone on bone, 10 out of 10 effort, which most people don't know how to do when they're first lifting. I don't think I've ever done 10 out of 10 effort on anything in my life. Okay. I'm operating consistently at like 65% effort. Okay. You're giving sixty five percent effort right now in this podcast. <laughs> I'm giving like sixty seven because it's Scott Cast and it's hmm. special. Well, we don't have to talk about like what the topics I'm actually going to talk about on the show, but I just want to get people that so like have ex- are experiencing things and that they can relate to. So yeah. I don't want it to just be for fitness people because that's kind of like an echo chamber where it's like you know mm-hmm. we talk about the same fitness topics and the same other fitness professionals might use that and then they're like, wow, that's great stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that and mm-hmm. use it for my clients. So I sound smart. That's why I feel like a lot of fitness is. It's like you find really a few really smart individuals who are putting in all the work and everybody else is kind of like taking their own interpretation and using that for their own means for their own clients. So I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to just be, you know. You want to be a middleman of somebody else's advice? I don't want to just, yeah, I don't want to be like some guy who's just passing down some wisdom I hear from a big client. I mean, I do have like, I do follow all the, the, the fitness people, but I also want to, I want to ask people their own experiences and get people on there who are actually like in the trenches working in whatever field that they're working in. So like if I, if I got my buddy Willie on the podcast, I'd be like, Hey, how are them steroids working out for you? Okay. <laughs> you know, like, let me just, let's talk about it. And it's like, it's happening live right Willie now. Willie is talk a great name. Willie is a great name for somebody who's taking steroids. I know. <laughs> so yeah, it's not definitely not testes. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Willie testes. Well, test Willie out. Willie test easily. Ah. Mm-hmm. So that I, w- I want to hear the episode where you dress down the guy on steroids, and I want to hear the episode where you tell me uh, how to give a hundred percent. Because if I was giving a hundred percent on anything, um, I'd probably blaze through this world and own it like a villain, like Daenerys in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, spoiler! Oh, that's not a spoiler. She blazes through that whole show but figuratively. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. 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 So, okay. Well, there we go. So you got to watch out for that. Subscribe to ScottCast at thescottcast.com forward slash subscribe, and we'll tell you all the information you need to know when that shit launches. I'll make I'll make a uh, shout out to ScottCast oh, as yeah. part of my inspiration. Be like, where did you decide to do the podcasting? We're like, well, I figured my friend could do it. I might as well be able to. <laughs> right. If Scott could do it. I Shit. The man's giving 60% effort all the time. And he manages to do well. Don't, don't sell yourself <laughs> short there. 
So oh, that should be fun. Maybe I'll make another sideshow too, somewhere we could just shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe oh, we'll sh- do. Ian and I can come down to Clarkston. Yeah. We'll do Scott Cast. He there. can evaluate our uh, our uh, physical exercise regimens and be like, "Oh, how are you guys still alive?" And I honestly feel like you can pit me and Ian against each other, and we'd probably <laughs> be neck and neck. Be so like a fit you can cast like a fit feud. Yeah, battle of the weaklings. Yeah. <laughs> The least. <laughs> who can use the least amount of effort? I know it's boring to see who can do the most. How little can you lift? Like, oh. <laughs> no, let's tag it on to that. Be funny. Let's tag it on to that um, idea, that, that conversation we just had about what 100% is. Mm-hmm. Which of us can get quickest to whatever 100% is for our bodies? What do you mean? Who can work the hardest? I know, but like... Like, it's well, a no, subjective you hook, measure. You hook, 100%. Well, you need to figure it out. Like, how to who, measure it? Who pulls well, you, a you, muscle first? Do, do, yeah. you know, do you know how you measure? You measure that in the lab. You you literally hold up a chart. It's called RPE, rating of perceived exertion. And you say, okay, where are you on the scale? It's called the board scale. And that's then, the best you people and, can do. And you point to it and you say, yeah, that's about how hard it is. And that's mm-hmm. how we measure it. And you know what? That's actually really reliable. It matches up with all sorts of metrics. So we can measure your heart rate and your blood lactate levels and your breathing and your respiratory all that stuff mm-hmm. we can look at that and it correlates extremely strongly with just where you just point on the chart so that's bullshit so that's why you don't need to count reps scott and that's why you don't need some some fancy technology but when you're doing research you need to have an objective measure too you can't make it all subjective but if you can validate subjectivity with objectivity then you can have practicality good christ well listen for that on his <laughs> podcast we got to get to what's what what is what? What is what? So, Ian, you've been doing some shopping for homes recently, right? I've been trying to. Having a hard time, you know, just it's just a bunch of minutiae and shit like that and weird things. Minute, people like being minute, weird. It's minute, like people minute. don't want my money. It's weird. Or like not even my money, but the bank's money. Right? Like That's like <laughs> the easiest money to take, right? <laughs> Everyone's conditioned to take as much bank money as possible, right? You that's, think so. That's where do you go to the bank for. Yeah. For money. To get money and to make money and to have more money, to receive money, to send money away. But they won't take this money. They won't take it. For some fucking reason. None of us are experts on loans or whatever, but yeah. it all seems kind of crazy. So but, you're trying to close on a house right now and you're throwing money at them and they so, will want more? Is that what well, you're saying? What are you trying to say? Like, I have uh, I've been approved, pre-approved for a loan um, for... X amount of money, right? And you're and you're shopping within and range. I, yeah, I found a house. It's it's at that that limit, but I'm approved for that. Um, but they only want like a a standard loan where you put twenty percent down instead of like four or five percent. What I have, but like I'm not actually paying them directly. Right. Uh, the bank's paying them. The, the bank's the only one. Either that's way, dealing regardless with any of, of how much stuff. I put getting, down, you're right? getting their money either way. Yeah. 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 But they they want us a traditional loan, so doesn't make any sense. Yeah, these people are crazy, right? You know, maybe that's why they're leaving that gorgeous house. I guess <laughs> that's why it's available. <laughs> you know, so I wanted to bring this news story to you. Um, I don't think it's going to make you feel better, mm. but it's kind of probably not. Yeah, well, whatever. In San Jose, uh, two cats live alone in a fifteen hundred dollar a month apartment. Jesus Christ. Two cats? Two cats. So it's split. These are literal cats. Yeah. Two animals. And that's what, that's the whole apartment's dedicated to these two animals. Okay. Uh, David Kalish, owner of an apartment complex, found the perfect tenants for his studio apartment behind his home a pair of cats. 
$1,500 for a studio? Right? Jeez. But it's in San Jose, you know, and those California rents. I guess so. Jeez. Right? But, like, they also have a housing problem. This is the big controversy. <laughs> There's a bunch of people outside sleeping. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, we got these, these cats. These cats. <laughs> these cats are living it up. Yeah. I'm like, but also, like, there's a humane issue with the animals. Like, they just live alone in an apartment. Yeah. Who's like, taking do, care of them? Do they want, I mean, they have, apparently, a guy comes by after work. Okay. Takes care, but then leaves. It sounds like it's, like, people are confused because this is, like, those, like, these are like who's paying the rent? Uh, apparently, uh, the cats own, were owned by this girl who went to college, and the dad didn't want to give away the cats, but didn't want the cats living with them. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, that these cats are, are you fucking serious? Yeah, so he got <laughs> he bought them an apartment, a studio apartment. Like I think it's and like, pays some fucking guy to come feed him. Yeah, he's like he's like uh, he's like in a, he's like screwing around with some lady who's allergic to cats or something. <laughs> so he like he wants he needs them to be separate. So oh my but he god, can't. as long as the cats are okay with it, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> like, are they asocial? If it's my cat, she would be perfect. But I mean, I, th- I feel like a Jonesy or a Kyle would be like. That you know, they home. don't have any friends. Be alone all day. Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, wait, when are you going to come back? Whereas this asshole keeps coming by and gives me this terrible cat food that I don't even like. The The unit doesn't have a kitchen. So, but it's still 1500 bucks a month for a kitchenless apartment, which is astronomical. That's the crime here. Yeah. You're overcharging these cats. <laughs> <laughs> Do cats need kitchens? No. 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 This house I'm trying to buy would be less than that. Per month for a mortgage. Fuck. Like, come on. Right. Who's this guy paying for these cats? Hey, why don't you adopt the cats? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. there's your solution. That's what's up. Yeah. You should get I the cats. I will take these cats. Find the cats, You pay Ian. my mortgage. I swear to God, Boom. if you do that. Yeah, you could visit once a month. Find these freaking cats yes. and then just say, I well, how would that work? But, but you're saying you're willing to pay X amount of dollars, but just say you'll take the cats off his hands. That's, that's $1,500 he doesn't have to pay every month. Yeah. And you just... Get two cats. I mean, I think that's a good trade. He can pay my down payment. And I'll just take the cats. Yeah. Oh yeah. The cat yeah. payment. Okay. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna contact Solution. this guy. Find this guy. I'm gonna find find, this guy, find him. this guy. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. He's got his name. <laughs> it's his name. He's probably already. The cats are gone, guys. Let's be real. Somebody no, else has a, had this idea. There's a Twitter account dedicated to these fucking cats, dude. And if you had the cats, we could the, bring the cats. They could help us somehow. I don't know. Yeah. They could be part of the team. We'll bring them on here. <laughs> yeah. We're part of the Scott Cats team. Yeah, just pay us. Scott Cats. You can just pay us like like 1400 a month. Uh, don't Save agree, money. Scott. 65% of that is fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the amount of effort we're putting in. <laughs> this damn cats. Uh, okay, I'm trying to get this Twitter account open, but my effort doesn't extend this far. Ugh. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Because I want to see what they have on their Twitter. Like, what kind of cats are these things? <coughs> Tina and Louise Twitter cats. So what are these cats? What do you, Can you tell what breed they are? Let's see. Uh, I don't know, man. Now they're I'll, probably I'll give spoiled. These, I'll give these cats a better life than Ho- what they ho- had in the studio, I'm sure. They yeah. kind of look like Kyle. Okay. Yeah, they look like a little tabby cat. That okay. doesn't help the viewers, Scott. Sleeping. and Like, he's a, a tabby cat. The he's like a... I mean. Yeah, tabby cat. It's they all just look the same, right? Are they as like uh it's racist. Robust as little full full bodied, full figured cats? Or are they kinda frail? 
Uh, they're not frail. They're just... Uh, they're definitely well-fed. I have a guy feeding them, but they are not nourished in their souls. <laughs> if a cat has a soul, then yeah. they are not nourished within the soul. Well, I can't, soul. I can't pull up their Twitter, unfortunately. But they're named after the Bob's Burgers people. Okay. Gene and Louise. And their cats. What good is your damn tablet if you can't pull up the Twitter? Is this just Twitter? Yeah, what's with the tablet, Scott? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's, you're trying to, to you're bring trying us to the tablet into the, the times and you're failing. Yeah, I try to bring the... I, I have a tablet that I'm bringing for what's what to read stuff. Mm. I haven't seen somebody fail this hard with a tablet since, uh, you know, Moses with those commandments. You know what I'm saying? I think everyone liked those commandments in general. Does anybody don't like the Ten Commandments? Do you I mean, not like the Ten Commandments? He kind of threw them down and they broke. Yeah. So, because he was like, it's probably a tablet. He probably found a tablet. <laughs> and That's a burning bush. He found a tablet. It's an iPad. And he brings it down. And he goes, look what I found, guys. It's, it's the access to all the knowledge in the world. And they say, hey, we don't need that shit. And he's like, screw you. And threw it. And then he just wrote down like whatever was on the top of his head, yeah, for like you know reasonable shit that was based off of their existing laws at the time, anyways. So like, yeah, don't kill people, don't commit adultery, mm-hmm. so uh, on and so don't, forth. Don't steal. I mean, that one's probably like uh, freedom that was of really speech. in there. Yeah. Right to bear arms. I think uh, that was in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right against search and seizure. Right like to feed your cats. Huge revelation to everyone who had been living that had just been murdering each other indiscriminately until then. Yeah. They were like, oh, fuck, we can't do that like, anymore. Really? Tablets now, bro. <laughs> Check the tablet. Check the tablet. <laughs> you mean there's like not even just for attacks or something? <laughs> Wait, so like, why were there even two tablets anyway, or two commandments? They're just on five on slabs each? of stone. It's like, what, you ran out of room? Oh, shit. You think Moses? Like, Go get another tablet. He's got one stone. It's like this idiot. <laughs> Do you think Moses was on five and was like, "Oh, is that good, God?" And he's like, "No, there's five more." Damn Get it. another one. He's like, "Come on, this thing's I heavy." I broke too big. <laughs> <laughs> Get another one. Can't you write on the back? No. Don't make it weak. <laughs> Thou shall bring th- like at least minimum of three tablets for next time. Thou shalt there respect five more font kerning. <laughs> What's that? Thou shalt respect font kerning. Yes. He, he probably had a third tablet in mind, but just ran out of... Yeah. He's like, dude, really? Two's good, two's good enough. He's like, you know what? Probably. Probably <laughs> two enough. Two is good enough. All right. While we're talking about home ownership, mm-hmm. we gotta, before you own a home, you got to be prepared for the worst. Break-ins. Home invasions. Yeah. <clears throat> a, Ma- a Massachusetts man, uh, his home was broken into. He... And this is how he knew. Mm-hmm. He returned, and everything was spotless. I saw that. They they made the bed, and they, they made like, the bed. Uh, they stole the dirt. They stole the dirt, basically. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> stole the filth. Yeah, they, didn't they like put flowers on something? Origami toilet paper. Yeah. yeah, is this like a vigilante that's going around cleaning people's houses and they're. It might be that Netflix lady that tiny <laughs> like like her Netflix like? her fifteen minutes are gone and now she's like obsessed. Oh, the one that cleans <laughs> houses, the, the yeah. one that doesn't make you feel the makes ching, you throw all your ching, shit away. Yeah, yeah. If it yeah. doesn't give you joy, mm-hmm. she's maybe she's inciting. She's she's, she's what is it? She's um, home invasion gives her joy. The masses. That's what I'm looking she for. She is gaslighting the masses. <laughs> she's forced. Like if my place ever gets super clean and. Like, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like, it's yeah. kind of a, a huge invasion. Yeah. 
It's still like well, you were in my space. That's, it's the most unclean clean I'll ever feel. <laughs> yeah, I feel so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Sterile environment. Everything smells like Tide. You're like, I'm gonna, <laughs> feel like I'm gonna, you know, make your bubble boy. Yeah. You're living in a super clean, immaculate environment. And then I just feel bad later because I can't possibly keep it that clean. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm worse than that home invader. You had like a good, you would have like a good maintenance level of like cleanliness or it's not, it's not going out of control, but it's like, and it's like building up slowly, but then you eventually you would just move on to the next domicile. You know what I think happened? Hmm. I think this person wanted to become the world's greatest maid or something. And they wanted to challenge themselves more and more. And they kept challenging themselves and they kept getting better. Until eventually it was like, I need a time challenge that's really going to get my heart racing. You so need a what break, challenge? A, t- a time a, a, challenge. A time challenge, not, time, tide, not tide challenge. Not the Tide Pod challenge. Okay. But a time challenge. Using Tide Pods. Like, you have a certain amount of time to break in. place before someone gets back. It's a, exactly. <laughs> it's, a B, it's a B and E and C. Yeah, B and E and C. <laughs> B and E and C and L. B and C what? B and, C, B and E and C and L. Break, Break it in, in clean, enter, and clean, and leave. And leave. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so, getting complicated. I mean, like, imagine if you got a postcard from the person who broke in, was like, I broke into your home. If you like how clean it was, my services <laughs> are X amount. I will break in later. It takes 20 minutes. I know. I was rushing. <laughs> you, you like that? Should be like, you did a terrible job. You know? I mean, it's technically genius marketing yeah. if they can get away with the whole crime aspect. Hmm. You know, would you invite someone back who did that into your home, Ian? No. Were <laughs> <laughs> you expecting to say yes? Yeah, kind of. Like, I if mean, it maybe was I would. Good. I might invite them back, but B&E, I would, like, man. have... It's invasion of privacy. I would have security cameras and, like, set mm. it up so that I could catch them and, Hold on like, a second, Scott. arrest them. <laughs> we, okay, I have a cleaning service at my house, and okay. um, it has caused some issues because... Mm-hmm. I have dug up some old stuff and left it out and mm. my girlfriend's seen it and it's not cool. Mm. And it's not something that I even like, I don't even know if I should say this on the podcast, <laughs> kind of private, <laughs> but um, you know, it's like you clean something. Okay. And you, you, you uh, unearth certain things that are meant not to be disturbed. Sure. Like little artifacts that you haven't even paid attention to in years. I had something of one of my exes that was, that was an old photo of uh, mm-hmm. my girlfriend. I didn't even know it was buried within my stuff. They cleaned uh, around something and they moved some things around. It seems like you don't do a deep clean they deep, when you're doing They, they a, went too deep. I was yeah. like, you clean, but you clean with what I have. I mean, I set some stuff aside so you can clean the carpets. And yeah. stuff like that. You don't take things and move them to other... So she, <laughs> I want to kill these cleaning. She's like, she's like, they should not be going through this. I'm like, well, yeah, that's a good point. Like, um, <laughs> like I, I didn't have a problem with it until it caused a problem. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, it was just like, um, old, my college textbooks and stuff. I had like stacked a whole bunch of them. And like within one of the textbooks was a photo and it's my ex-girlfriend. And then all of a sudden it's this like sitting out there in the room and right. I, I go to the bathroom and I come back and my girlfriend's like, what's this? I go, oh, it's just some photo. Where'd you find it? Oh, it was right out here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't put it there. It was a cleaning lady's. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, fuck, you know? <laughs> this is a picture of you, like, like 
all the way in this lady. It was <laughs> just out. It, it, was a, it was a picture of my girlfriend and her cat. I mean, I, my ex girlfriend and her cat. So your girlfriend's it, pussy it was, was not... on the table. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> and you're wondering why your, why your girlfriend was upset. Yes. <laughs> And so now I just blame those cleaning ladies for everything. <laughs> what was this uh, out here? Who's, damn who's cleaning bra- ladies. Whose bra is this? Oh, those damn cleaning ladies. <laughs> they took their bra off and their panties and they left it in my drawer. Yeah. Those dicks. God damn now it. Now man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's the titties. It's the titties. So in conclusion, people shouldn't just, like, they shouldn't overstep with their cleaning authority. And that's where you have these cleaning vigilantes that are invading people's privacy. And You know, it sounds like the people who invaded the home invaded the privacy of the home less than the person you hired. Mm. Because there was no complaints that they were, like, going through personal artifacts. Because that would have been, like, a number. They wouldn't have talked about the cleaning if also the, like, the panty drawer got raided. If it was was bad enough that they had to have someone break in to clean their apartment, they probably don't have a girlfriend as it is. (laughs) Possibly. Like, like maybe it's this person who just hates neckbeards. Ever hear of neckbeards? Mm-hmm. I didn't even just he- heard of them. I've <laughs> seen them. Oh yeah, it's this. Uh, it's okay, Ian. It's this type of person. It's a very specific type of person. They're into I'm, anime. I'm familiar. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, I frequented this subreddit called Neckbeard Nests. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need to get on that subreddit. Too. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I I've stopped going since <laughs> because the the effect it has is that. You look at it and you're like, "Wow, I am. My life is so put together and clean, and I am such. I'm, I'm practically an immaculate individual." Mm-hmm. And then your standards start to dwindle until eventually you're eyeing like a two liter of Mountain Dew that's empty, and you really have to take a piss, and you're like, "Oh, should I?" Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what a philosophical, <laughs> what a philosophical conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, as soon as, like, that the, tempted me... The Mountain me, Dew paradox. Yeah. <laughs> to, pee or not to, to, pee, to pee or not to pee, that is the question. <laughs> as soon as I was tempted to piss... Ethical and, quandary. I mean, I felt like I could fill that thing up in one go. So, like, the only reason I didn't give in was, like, oh, maybe it's not enough. And then I got up. And it was fine. Like, a two-liter wouldn't be enough? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... A, you're going to want to look into that. It was a long It was a long podcasting editing session. A lot of coffee, a lot yeah. of I mean, your, your, your bladder is, has some stretchy, some stretchable uh, cells there, but that's a little... Yeah, a two, two, two liters is, is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you're an alcoholic, sir. There was some Mountain Dew in it already. Some... Uh, Oh, oh! In the in the two, it was yeah, a so non-finished. Already urine in there. It was, yeah. <laughs> well, I it was tried it already. Mountain Dew. You got me. <laughs> I didn't remember. It was half full already. You know, <laughs> that's when you really got issues. Did I already pee in it? Did I? <laughs> pour some out and see. You already did the do. Give it the sniff test. Mm. I don't know. I mean, if you drink enough Mountain Dew, your piss starts to smell like Mountain Dew. Sounds inefficient. Your body should really get checked out if that's the case. Yeah? You yeah. think? It's just a medical condition. Yeah? That, oh, like you can't like do, process do, Mountain Dew. Dew fever. <laughs> <laughs> you have the Dew. No. <laughs> Dewitis. You have a Dewoscopy. Oh, my. <laughs> Okay, so I find out that I have a lot more problems than I thought I did. Jesus, we're Lord definitely not sponsored idea. by Mountain Dew at this point. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not getting that Coca Cola. Wait, wait, is Coca Cola on Mountain Dew? 
No, it's Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi mm-hmm. does. It's Pepsi. What is the equivalent? Sierra Mist? Sierra yeah. Mist is the closest thing? No, that's the equivalent like to like 7-Up. I mean, it's 7-Up, but I know, but <clears throat> what what lemon lime, is, I mean, that's I don't think anyone thing. tried to replicate Mountain Dew because it's kind of borderline insane to do it you in the first the, place. Is it Mountain Mist? Oh, Fago? that's Sierra Mist. Okay. What? Oh, Mountain Mist. Oh, 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 I thought you were, yeah. I thought you were going with the Pepsi equivalent. See, the Pepsi equivalent to Sprite is Sierra Mist. Sierra in Spanish is mountain. Sierra Sierra is what? Sierra in Spanish is mountain. So there's a mountain mist and then there's a Sierra mist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I wonder if... I I was aware of that. I'm just wondering if these soda people do their due diligence. I mean, this is the first time... The due diligence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They don't do their due diligence because then they have an equivalent of Mountain Dew. We've really gone off topic. Anyways, we were talking about doing drugs. We were talking about marketing drugs. And we were talking about Mountain Dew and its effects. And Mm, doing drugs. So I found this article on the internet that kind of surprised me. Um... It's it's and I and I'm bringing it up because David's on scientists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten bad chemicals in the lab and what they do to you. And I've Googled all of these chemicals. They are all available in bulk on Amazon. Yeah, like I'm, let's see if you can guess what they what the what the chemical is. Asbestos. Yeah, Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Bezos brand is bestos. <laughs> Okay, this this chemical. What do you mean chemical? Because a chemical people use chemical yeah, like as a bad chemical thing. Can I mean, mean chemical anything. is literally just chemistry. I hate people who use everything that is made of chemicals. Hate, right? Well, yeah. this chemical does. It's beer a, is chemicals. It's okay. chemistry. Well, I'm talking about solvent. Once this solvent is inhaled, ingested, or absorbed through the skin, it converts to cyanide, and you can just buy it. Absorbed through the skin, it's inhaled, a topical ingested. Thing that, that converts into cyanide. Inhaled, ingested, absorbed, but like once it's through the apple, skin, apple seeds. Once it's once it's in there, crush, crush it's it cyanide. You crush it up, take a bunch of apple seeds, crush it up, make it a topical cream. You rub it in. Does ad, wait apple seeds make cyanide? Apple seeds have cyanide. Really? Yeah. yeah. How many apple seeds and you well, die? That's what you know. People always say, "Oh, that's not natural." Oh, this isn't natural. This isn't natural. It's true that like okay, you want to have things in the original shape they came in. You don't want processed foods. Mm-hmm. But you know uh, the the seed of an apple. Is, has cyanide in it. If you drink, you, ex- if you, you eat a thousand cyanide seeds, you die. I mean, apple, apple seeds, you die. Yeah. So you need a thousand apple seeds to make a lethal dose. I'm of... sure you don't need it, but it would. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. But it's, let's say let's try it out. This one's acetonit- <laughs> acetonitril. Acetonitril. Okay. Then you can also get chloroform in bulk on Amazon. <laughs> Really? Well, yeah. What are the uses for that besides illegal things? <laughs> well, it's a an act, It's a volatile sol- solvent that irritates skin, eyes, and lungs. It also acts as an anesthetic that depresses the central nervous system. And once inside the body, it converts to a highly toxic phosgene, a chemical weapon used during World War One. So nothing good. Yeah, those sound bad. But you can just buy it. I'm saying we should have ScottCast branded chemicals. You can use it as a preservative like if you wanted to if you had like a specimen of something that you needed to like maintain have you dissected corpses before no i have i uh you didn't know that i think i I think i kind of knew that i i mean like it's an obvious fact now that i think about it (laughs) i used to teach cadaver dissection Hmm. that's right oh yeah you told me about that like and like but like you always speak of it so so like nonchalant nonchalant like yeah i'm just dissecting this cadaver 
Would you like me to freak out about it? <laughs> <laughs> My God. Kind of. Yeah, his body's been. All right, what were you saying again? Sorry. Yeah, not, nothing. So you could use it as a preservative. You yeah. could use salt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, not as good as formaldehyde. I don't know. What's the What's the best uh, preservative for a dead body? Well, there was always the chemistry lab that would provide us with this little magical solution that we would use to. I talked about this before. You, you water down the plants, but you don't want anything to grow. Remember me saying that? No. You you water the cadavers it's like a garden, but you don't. You, you water them down every day. You squirt them with the formaldehyde solution that's got mixed with some other things. And um, I don't know what the exact mixture, but then, yeah, you, you do that so things don't grow. Oh. Because you don't want anything growing on those dead bodies. Okay. Like, was that good for, like, underarms and stuff, too? I, I mean, I probably had some that I absorbed through the skin. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. in there a lot. Are you unusually so, sterile? And it was always very cold in there because you want to, you know, the temperature was like 60 mm-hmm. degrees, you know, a little little, little bit nippy. Okay. Um, and so, you know, and after like four hours of cadaver dissection, your hands would be like ice cold. So I'd have some of my hand warmers in my back pocket. So when I'm working, I could warm up my hands because of the cold, dead bodies. make my hands cold so yeah right well they were we were supposed to do dissection work in two hour chunks but they're like hey let's combine it in a four hour block that way we only have it one day a week and i was like that sounds awful right <laughs> sure okay <laughs> let's let's just put as much corpse dissecting yeah like the third yeah, and a half yeah. hour you're dissecting you're just kind of talking about just random shit with people and your the scalpel gets a little bit you can't have any feeling in your hands anymore and imagine like you donate your body to science and you're thinking you're being noble and then your body just gets thrown in the last half hour while some people's talking shit about pizza hut (laughs) and like your body your organs are getting sliced and diced and it doesn't matter i will say it was you know i used to have this before that class i mean before the it was a cadaver dissection class Mm -hmm. that we took for our masters and but when my my undergrad we had just a gross anatomy class and it doesn't mean gross. Gross just means like a lot of not general. Like, not like not like it's gross, but um. And it was always like at like eight o'clock at night, so all of us would be starving. <laughs> we're in there, we're like, so hungry. We're like, God, I could use a pulled pork sandwich right now. You know? Mm-hmm. Did you like, ever did you ever think about cannibalism while you were cutting up a corpse? Like, what? Well, where's the meat of this? No. Okay. But I thought about. Have uh, you ever cut a dressed an animal like from hunting? No, no, I haven't. Has anybody in the dissection lab done that? Like, like that you've. I'm sure they'd be with? fine with it. I mean, I'm sure like because uh, there's got to be like parallels, Like, right? if you're from a farm and you grow up slaughtering animals or something, you'd have no problem with whatever go- amount of gore. I'm sure you're just used to the smell of death and and just. What's that saying about somebody when they're used to the smell of death? I mean, it sounds so intense, for but a good like, at the killing. same time, like majority of civilization, Rob, probably. Well, I mean, I in history. Familiar? I think it'd be more. The smell of death would be more of a thing, and if you were actually like, yeah, dressing an animal as opposed to like in a lab. Yeah, you got to work quick with the animal so before it starts to smell. Like right. if you were a Da Vinci back in the day, I'd have no idea. Like I never I'm, looked into it. Yeah. Like how would he preserve everything so it just didn't you know just right smell like death i mean good god maybe he was just cool with it because he's da vinci and like he was a genius like, oh wait am i da vinci yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait am i is this yeah. is this like make a normal... definitely like had done animal dissections and it, it just smelled like chemicals okay right uh, i don't think i've ever dissected anything the dissection work that we do is not everything has been prepared in advance yeah so it's not really the same at all 
Like, what do you go for? Is it just like an exploratory, like this is... One, a- thing, one thing that's different that is definitely sets it apart when I did my human dissection work where we prepared the cadavers from scratch. It wasn't from scratch. Even when we got the, ca- the cadavers, all the blood vessels had been filled with like a special kind of either rubber or something like, I don't know if it was latex, that made all the veins and the vascular system uh, stay patent and stay open. And it was colored and kind of colored in a, a certain way so you could tell that the difference between that and like a nerve, for example, so you could differentiate. But the weird thing was uh, I got to do the, I had to peel back all the skin. I had to skin the cadavers before we could see them. And that is where it's completely different because most people are okay if you look at it, like we're staring at each other right now. We're just seeing each other's outer layer. We're seeing each other's skin and hair. Mm. And I see uh, your soul a little bit. Though. Yeah, just, I, mean, <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve. So yeah. you know what I'm saying. I see that. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but when you're looking at skin, so like what would get to the students especially is like so I would we would everything would be uh, uh, we we would wrap them in this cloth that was doused in the formaldehyde solution and stuff like that. But you know, uh, eventually we, we would reveal you know a hand or something like that. And we wouldn't really dissect the skin of the hand so you know like like a little flesh mitten what's that like a little flesh mitten flesh mitten yeah it would be like you got deep or they call it being degloved or yeah right yeah it's the opposite of that so it's just the glove (laughs) so it's just your hand skin and what was weird is like you know there'd be this old lady that you could tell it's old lady you know it is but you know we covered the face for the most part and then but then when I would reveal the, you know, we, we would eventually open up the face. So not at first, but it's the face and the hands that would get people because in the feet too, but, um, you know, like the nail polish on this old lady and they'd be like, Oh my God, that's somebody's grandma or something. Nail polish is still on there, you know? Cause it's like, they don't have nail polish. <laughs> you're going to use nail polish remover, you know? Right. So I'd be like, Oh my God, this is a real, a real person. So can I ask you a stupid, weird question? That's the only kind of question that people ask when I'm in the cadaver lab. Okay, good. Uh, in like the Batman universe, the, the there's a thing with the Joker, and one of the things he's done that was crazy was he cut his face off. <laughs> you talked about this one time when we were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, you talked about cutting your own face off. Right. Okay. So, well, put that aside for now. <laughs> okay. So and then in the answer comics, this question. Okay. All right. uh, is that possible? Can you really just take your face off? Like, can you cut it off or like, like what's, what's, what's involved in that process of like peeling the skin of the face so it depends off on, like so, a mask? So, so if you took off like the superficial layer of, so you have like a superficial layer of fascia underneath, if you took that layer and below and you imposed your will and you said, this is kind of where I think it, the fascia is and you could peel off the skin and look at it. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's all vascularized tissue. So you would bleed out, you know? So you need to cauterize so as you go. We talked about that before. You could cauterize. I think I went, I, and then I started doing Did my I, Neil. De, and I started doing my Neil deGrasse Tyson impressions. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sabella was there. Oh, okay. It was you guys were over there. I remember sitting down and you were asking. Sabella was like, "What the hell is the matter with you? Why would you want to do that?" And you kept on saying, "Wow, wait, let him answer. Let him answer. Well, let him answer." <laughs> yeah, you talk about the, you talk about the cauterization too. Okay. But no, it's like, no, you couldn't just rip your face off. You couldn't rip off your face and look at it. I mean, like, you'd have to be really good. You'd have to be really good. Oh, so it's just a skill barrier. Yeah, it is a skill barrier. Okay. Because you'd have to, 
I mean, I got you good at guitar. To, so you'd have to, number one, you'd have to survive long enough to look. So if you wanted to cut off all the skin of your face and just look at the skin of your face, you wouldn't you really, really wouldn't look at a face. It looked like a bad Mrs. Doubtfire kind of mask. <laughs> it doesn't have to look, look too at good. It. it wouldn't look good at all because it, it doesn't have the depth. The, you wouldn't have, like... So what if I had a like mannequin? No, so, like, your nose and stuff like that. Well, no, actually, you could take the nose off because it's mostly... You could take the cartilage. You'd have to get the cartilage of the nose. You'd have to be really good. Okay, but I guess you just have to be really good. It's a, it's, it's it's a difficult task. You, so what's your what's your objective? Looking at your own face? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you could do it. And then like then putting it back on, like I'll staple it back on. Well, you could put it back on, but it would never function again. So what what what, what does it need to function besides like being the stuck? muscles, the underlying, so the deep fascia underneath the deep fascia. Like, what if I staple it to muscles. the muscles? You could, it would move along there, but it just, it, it would look kind of like you just had Botox. I, th- well, I guess that's bad. You want to know what that looks like? Yeah. That's well, not bad. Uh, it is. Look at somebody with Botox. <laughs> well, it's not as bad as like I would imagine cutting your face off and putting it back on would be. It just, you look like you have Botox? Well, so all you're concerned about is a superficial layer of skin, and I'm telling you, that's fine. It's just, uh, you would live the less of, rest of your life in agony because you wouldn't have any sweat glands. So. Well, let's just get a little. Oh, you went, oh, so that's that's, you would that's the kind of detail I want to know. It's like so, you okay, need a spritzer. Well, and you take somebody with the burn victim, for example. Okay, well, you know they've had the you, you're going to cauterize it. That would cause further damage to the deep tissues. So you would impair all of your sweat glands, and you would overeat. You, you always feel flushed in your face, and I, I just wouldn't recommend it. I guess. <laughs> I guess I would say I'd say pass. Wouldn't on recommend it. tearing your own face off and putting it back on. I mean, like they do face transplants. <laughs> <laughs> They do face transplants, so it's definitely you need a lot of skill. Yeah. So it's like it's like you doing possible, but it's like you doing a face transplant. But then if you're awake for it, you wouldn't really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You wouldn't. I don't think that you would. Well, your eyes would. Well, still would work. you eventually enjoy it? Like you could blank still. Well, not if you took off your eyelids. But like, if you put them back on. Well, why would you separate the eyelids from the rest of the face? Well, maybe like a little raccoon mask. Oh, you mean like separate the eyelids so that you could stay, keep keep your eyes watered so they wouldn't just be watering up constantly? Because that feels like a, that's a thing. I feel like your eyes would be watering no matter what because you just ripped your face off. <laughs> I mean, well, if you're on enough uh, nootropics, <laughs> well, might not. You take a lot of nootropics, maybe some, maybe some chloroform. <laughs> I'll be and good. Don't have any cannibalism, cannibal, cannibals present. Right. Yeah. Then you could do it. Okay. I got to pee. All right. Well, let's let's take a pee and then we'll wrap it the up. Whole, right. The whole conversation, I had to pee so bad. <laughs> okay, so we're back. We just passed around the Mountain Dew bottle, mm-hmm. and sure we're all did. we're all relieved. We got new uh, that's drinks. Definitely some Mountain Dew. Yeah. No, that's not the Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew's gone, but back again, just like a hobbit's tail. And speaking of hobbits. Let's talk a little bit about uh, everyone's favorite uh, recent fantasy epic, uh, Game of Thrones. It, they have finally—I've not never really watched it except for a few times—and they finally ended their reign of terror upon the social media feeds. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's over now, and everyone's disappointed. So, spoiler alert! But everyone's disappointed. Should we like warn people that we might just ruin everything right now? Well, I just said spoiler alert. So if you like, you're into Game of Thrones, Skip you somehow ahead. haven't seen it like all. Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Ahead. Like if you're into Game of Thrones, like you're done with it by now, right? I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Like just from what you guys said. So like my favorite part, it's it, I've got this article here. 
Um, knowing nothing about the show here. Knowing nothing about the show. You're reading full articles about the show. (laughs) So you have a lot of context right now. Yeah. But um, there's this character called Daenerys. Daenerys Targaryen or some shit. Targaryen. Targaryen. It's okay. You're par for the course right now. Yeah, it's good. You don't like pronouncing things normally. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a, a bunch of people over she the years. She commutes on her uh, <laughs> dragons. Dragon. Yeah, she owns dragons. Dragoon. <laughs> she she commutes on her dragons. That'd actually be real. That that would be it's called Drogons. Drogon. So <laughs> That's you true. could say Drogon if you want. There we go. So over the years, like thousands and thousands of people have named kids after this uh, made-up character, Daenerys mm-hmm. Targaryen, and her plot arc was never completed. And it wasn't until, like, what, the second-to-last episode of Game of Thrones that it turns out she's a genocidal maniac, as evil as Hitler himself. I don't know why they keep calling it genocide, first of all. Well, because it's, it's not really genocide. You're, kill, you're killing a lot of people. Genocide's like you're targeting a specific portion of the population. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a mass murder. It's yeah. all the population it's specific. Like if, if we, when we dropped the what atom happened? bombs on like Hiroshima, it was, was more that, like that. Was that genocide? Oh, that was we we murdered a city. We wasn't genocide. Fucked up a lot of people, but well, we, unless you're saying it was specifically we want we to wipe out the Japanese, right. then we, it would be genocide. Well, technically, precisely, it was. yeah, right. Yeah, so you're agreeing with me then? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Well, okay, well technically, wasn't it? That's what the message. No, everybody has no. said that. I've heard a lot of people say genocide. I mean, I get it. It's like you kill a lot of people, but that's not literally the definition not, provided yeah. by the UN who came up with the term. Okay, so. well, are we splitting hairs here? Because yes, there of are course. there are mothers and fathers with children. I'm saying she, she wasn't trying to do a horrible a thing, but it wasn't genocide. Yeah, she was just killing innocent people. Okay, so it's a, it a killing of innocents. The problem, it's okay. The problem with this is that they, they rush the season, so people are like, "Where did this all of a sudden like this character who had all this resolve?" A history of violence, yes, but never killing innocent people. And then mm-hmm. the very, like near the very end of the show, uh, they, they pulled a rug from you and said, "Yeah, when she gets angry, she gets really angry, and she kills innocent people just because, you know, she's in a hard between a rock and a hard place. And when you're between a rock and a hard place, your true character shows. And didn't you know she was the mad queen the whole time? And it's like, uh, no, not really, because like so far she's brutally killed people, but they've all been terrible people. Here's so what like, I'm why hearing. We, why would we expect this? Here's like, what I'm hearing: like they they sped like I think you guys mentioned this earlier when we were off mic, but like they sped through plot points without having any character development to bullet yeah, points. Yes, like the the conclusion wasn't problematic in and of itself, but just the they didn't play it out with enough detail to make it make sense. It was too quick. It was just too yeah. quick. Everything was too quick. You could see the fact that they were given bullet points by George R. R. Martin for the what what the main points that he wanted them to hit on. And that's all and, they did. And, and there's a reason why he hasn't <laughs> published the books because he's like, I don't even know if this is, makes sense. I'm not sure. That's Otherwise, he's he would have made the books already. But he's clearly torn about how the show is going to end. And he said, well, here's what I was thinking of. And it's almost like he's using this show as like a litmus test to see if like it'll all work out and everybody hated it. But I don't think that it's necessarily how it, like Ian said, how it ended. That's the problem. It's the fact that they took a, the normal 10 show, 10 episode format, boil it down to six episodes yeah. and they went through his bullet points and they literally just went from bullet point to bullet point, action scene to action scene with nothing, with nothing in between. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to Gotham. The final season was cut in half. So like, it was like, like only like 10 episodes 
and they had to get through all these plot points. They had a set ending of what they had to reach, just like this. Mm-hmm. And for the final episode, all it literally was was characters being like, yeah, it's been 10 years, hasn't it? Yes, it has been 10 years. <laughs> oh, look, it's Batman. Is that Batman? Yes, it's Batman. Look, there he well, is. The show, the show in Game of Thrones, it was just, it was, I mean, it is, it is, it's been a little bit, they've been past the books for a little bit now. So they, they did an okay job with last season where it just still went along slow enough for you to, it's still a lot of oh shit moments, but, you know, and people were upset because it's past where the books were. So all the book people are like, what the hell? I didn't know this character was alive and this person, actually that was since season six, but whatever. And it's like, it just feels like they just, uh, they, they, they brought everybody together at the beginning of the season and you're feeling good. You're confident like, oh, this is all going to come together. Every character arc is intermeshing perfectly. This is going to be the best thing ever. And then it's like all the main bad guys got plucked like quickly away from you. The main, the main ice portion of the story there's the song of ice and fire is the name of the books mm. the ice portion gets destroyed and then all of a sudden it's like well now they got to build up the the threat of the fire so they kill the main one of the main vi- villains so that this fire element can kind of <coughs> rear its head with daenerys who's the dragon the, the fire breathing dragon and all of a sudden she's a big threat so it's like oh now we got three big threats this season instead of just two but it was like they killed all the main bad guys and they were left with the main characters and they're like okay well time to cannibalize the main characters let's have them all fight within and then by the end you got all these secondary characters have been sitting out on the sidelines and it's like okay there's no cool characters left they've all either killed each other and there's like maybe there's one maybe one big character left a couple big characters left and they just kind of send them off in an unmeaningful way so the moral of the story is if you want to like really take control of your life just don't do anything do nothing yeah (laughs) sit on the sidelines check it out that's the message they wanted to give everybody was if you hang back and you don't play in the game of thrones (laughs) then you win so do nothing don't be bold don't don't have strong convictions about things because Mm -hmm. when when push comes to shove you're probably going to be an evil uh you know not genocidal but murdering maniac that just ruins everything or you're, you're going to be the person who's in love with that person you're going to get screwed so you might as well just sit on the sidelines wait for a good opportunity and you'll be gifted like Winterfell or something I don't know yeah yeah well but that happened with Sansa but even with Sansa got to be the queen of Winterfell at the end which is like her own kingdom like like you guys keep talking about these but, king I mean, queens I don't, but, I don't, I don't but, know who these people but are I know no I'm trying to tell you right now she becomes like the king the queen of this this separate so it's like there's the seven kingdoms and she's like no the north is going to have its own kingdom and I'm going to be the queen and that's great and everything because she's been through some shit but technically in the books none of that stuff happened to her so it's like I still I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it because it's like she got gifted this, uh, you know, because her so brother becomes the it king. It sounds like what like, happened, what's going to happen is George R. R. Martin is going to just make a book, fix all this bullshit. Fix all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to sell the shit out of that. And then people Hopefully. are going to be like, oh, finally, thank you so much for giving the real ending that we all deserved. And then if they want to, they can probably remake the freaking eighth season again if they really, yeah. you know, wanted to cash in. I'm sure. I'm sure they could do it after after the prequels are probably going to be success because it's going to be fresh and new and they're going to they're like oh all your questions have been answered oh this is the the origin of the the, the age of heroes before any of the before they built Winterfell before they built all the King's Landing before yeah, if they we built actually knew what the fuck the three eyed yeah. raven was that would be nice uh, well 
What's interesting <laughs> is, wow, this is too advanced for Scott because he's not going to fall anything. Right, I'm like, about to fall asleep. Like now, you guys are throwing up. <laughs> Let me tell you about the, the after the podcast about the Three Eye Raven stuff because, yeah. like, I feel like the I think the it, they changed the name of the show to Blood Moon, mm. and I, I'm pretty sure like the Blood Raven was the Raven that Rand became later, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that like there's going to be the Blood Raven intermixed with the night king the night king has this his his sigil it was always a a a dead crow and brand's sigil when he becomes the king is a raven and i'm pretty sure it's like it could symbolize like either he fought against bran or somebody or and like killed the crow or maybe he was bran and maybe the night have you ever heard about japanese crows so no what's that they're the smartest creatures like oh they're very 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 intelligent crows are like really crows crows and ravens and japanese crows like they hold they They hold grudges across generations yeah, face hurl. That's why they don't use and they don't use them for messengers because they're too smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the pigeons are just dumb enough to like get the <laughs> job done. That's what they want. They want you to just be just dumb enough to get the message across. Hey, that's the allegory for the show. Should just have everybody be fucking pigeons instead of crows. <laughs> Hell yeah, and it rhymes. Wait, so what did we learn what? today? We, no, we, we didn't get to sex robots. We gotta learn about sex robots first. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We're doing sex robots now. We had to get, I had to cut off the Game of Thrones. It was getting very, it was, <laughs> it was too, getting too very like about the show. Yeah, like, about the actual show instead like of about people naming cares, their babies. Who the fuck cares about ravens? Yeah, but or babies crows. though. Or, did we even? But like the name after the news article about the babies. Well, yeah, they're just named after Daenerys, who yeah. turned out to be a genocidal maniac. But you guys were like, no, it's not genocide. It's well, mass murder. When when yeah. people and named, that's all of a sudden okay, then you guys talked about ravens for some reason. Yeah, pretty much. I don't understand. Because <laughs> we got to get that off our chest. But so. I mean, the the I could talk about Game of Thrones for like four hours straight right now. But I'm I could not. do that okay. about Lord so of the Rings. Appreciate that. my time will come as Amazon Prime releases the second. The Silmarillion age. tales. It's not Silmarillion. It's I know, but you said age. that. It so what you're saying then is, kind of, uh, what is it? It's it's unfinished tales. Silmarillion is still owned by somebody else. They can't technically touch that, but it's. What, Second the age sun? stuff, the like sun Luminor. of, of uh, what's his face? Christopher Tolkien. No, it's yeah. like uh, the Silmarillion is 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 a work by Christopher Tolkien taken from J.R.R. Tolkien's like notes. Yeah, and that one's owned by somebody. It's a more complete tale. And then unfinished tales is just like more second age stuff. It's not finished, and that's what Amazon bought for a billion dollars. Oh yeah, they just announced. Yeah, and um. It's basically just Atlantis, Lord of the Rings style. Atlantis. Yeah, Numenor is Atlantis, Lord of the Rings style. It's a it's a country that was an Atlantis. island, and then they fuck up, and then it goes under the. Water. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what we're getting with Amazon Prime. I think I think it's uncharted territories for Lord of the Rings at this point. Cause... Yeah, I mean, at least they're not trying to remake anything. True. They're not even remaking like the Silmarillion. They're just taking like notes. From unfinished tales, and well, then look at less criticism that way. Movie. I mean, like, yeah, because they're just making up the lore, pretty much. Yep, you could do whatever. That's the best way to go, and uh, that's that's why that show that I like, the or the book that I like, I'm, I have high hopes for it because they're going to start out with non-source material. That that uh, King Killer Chronicles I was talking about before, they're mm-hmm. going to make it from some, from nothing, so nobody can criticize it because it's all fresh content. And then once it's built up and everybody's like, okay, and then they're going to come out the movies, which is probably going to be the real storyline. 
But right now, and that King Kill- King Killer Chronicles, they haven't come out with a third book. There's been two books out of three. That guy hasn't released the third one oh, yet. So it's going to happen. So again. it's just like George R. R. Martin. But <laughs> they're going to do. Again. But they're going to do the series first, the prequel series first, and then release it. So probably mm. they'll give him actual time to finish the book, so he won't feel rushed. I think that's the way to go. Good call. Finish the fucking series before you make the series about the series that's not finished. Yeah. Right. Finish what you started, jackass. You know what George R. R. Martin could learn from? Mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling. Because yeah. she had to deal with the same shit. Like uh, she had to tell like finish stuff before it. She yeah. had to like tell like the actors like what their what the fuck their character was actually going through. Like Snape, like they didn't know what Snape's actual story was until he was dead. Which is great, you know. I think but they, like I the think actor they, knew. I think that was good. I think no, that was great. I, I they, did they did great with that. Yeah. yeah. So George R. R. Martin should have done that. I think what he did is he sent notes to the people that was just like, "Hey, here's the crazy things that's going to happen. You fit that in." And he forgets that. Make sure there's lots of cinematography. You know, just make sure that it's just beautiful to look at, and just the the themes are there and everything. But like, actually, doesn't make sense when Here's you think the about tweets. the implications. And let's inject some jokes in there that don't make sense. I mean, shit. Include the last the water episode, they, they had some jokes that didn't even fucking make sense with the lore, and just was it's like, what the yeah. fuck are you guys doing? You realize, like, they had Bran make this this snide comment. They had some real made off him, tone like, shit. Like Bran saying, like, "What do you think I'm here for? To become king, bitch?" It's like <laughs> that literally makes his character evil. Because it means he knows everything that was about to transpire. It means that he has a plot to become the king. When before he said he wasn't going to be a lord of anything because he's basically not human anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like it makes him this evil. Like it basically sets him up. I think that they should roll with that to make him the ev- the most evil mastermind of the entire show. Like they could have something. They I I think they should have they should have had the night king kneel he's down before Bran and say. I've done as you commanded, my lord. Speaking of kneeling down. <laughs> that would have been great. And they didn't do that. So Speaking of kneeling down, uh, we there's this new uh, AI robot. You mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 sent me. It's this AI robot that you're supposed to I sex. I sent you the robot. <laughs> yeah, you sent him a sex robot? Yeah. It's a sex robot. And the idea of this sex robot, it's, it's supposed to teach you respect for women. <laughs> Wait. What's the name of it, though? What is, what is this? The name of the robot is called Slutbot. <laughs> is this an ironic thing? No, it's it's it, it. Here's where you can flirt with a sexting AI called Slutbot, and its point is it it, it teaches people about comfort zones and consent. So basically, it's if you were to order a slut bot, you 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 believe that women can be sluts. So it's that they're trying to cater to the kind of person who would order a slut bot. All women down deep somewhere are a slut, and it's just about respectfully and nicely asking for them to please become slut mode. That uh, so it doesn't help with. The woman's perspective. It was it's developed in collaboration <laughs> with. Uh, I, I don't think it's a good execution of their I mission. Need, <laughs> any context? Are they literally trying to? What are they trying to do here? I don't understand. It's just a, it's just a chat bot that. Um, oh, so it's not. It's not it, real. It, it's sex bot, but like chat bot. Chat bot. It, There's no physical interaction. What it does is it breaks the ice with users before jumping into mechanically stilted dirty talk speckled with questions and comments about comfort zones and consent. <coughs> the idea of getting intimate with a chat bot might seem odd, but the idea that Slutbot will help people learn to navigate these conversations without the risk of alienating or another person. 
So they're tricking people into thinking this is a real person. First of all, that's their goal, right? I don't think it's a trick. I think it's like, like it's okay, they don't realize gotta, they don't realize it's a chatbot. Why would they want to? Well, it's sexy? called slutbot, so well, I don't think I think everyone knows it's a robot because it's called slutbot. How would you know slut-bot. it's slow? I mean, if I said I was slutbot, like, would you think I'm a robot? I just think you're really slutty, like, like, <laughs> but also mechanically like inclined. But no, it's just a chatbot that. Okay. okay. Why would just, you talk to that this? Just talk sexy. Bot? Yeah, it like it teaches you how to talk sexy, like but like in a respectful way. Oh, on the internet, allegedly, allegedly developed by. It's a bad who concept. Was, uh, developed. Do you want to like <laughs> chat with it a little bit? <laughs> sure. Let's see. Let's see if we can get it rolling. You already tra- it sounds developed like you already by tried. Queer woman collaborating with sex educators and erotic fiction writers. Do you think uh, Chuck Tingle was in on this? We need somebody with an iOS device. Uh-oh. Sorry. I don't okay, you need, call, download, uh, you need a download. You need a download. Oh god, and we need to talk to it. Why do, why did everybody always develop stuff for just Apple products? It's like <laughs> right. Why can't we have an Android <laughs> Slutbot? <laughs> like, there's so many things. Like, it's only right. developed first. Do I just, like search for Slutbot? It says an iOS app called Juicebox. Juicebox. That used to be a Street Fighter Four player. I used to follow Juicebox. He had a he had a he had a podcast called Juicy Bits. What 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 it what that was juicy bits about juice well, box he, bought, sex he did and bring this girl on with him every now and then to up his viewer count I'm sure but well we'll have this audio for Bronwyn if she ever catches here <laughs> <laughs> if the maid ever leaves this app on your home screen I uh, just gotta make sure this doesn't cost me any money it's free apparently okay it's a free free app why do people develop stuff for iOS before Android it's like they think they're gonna make more money because. People are subscribed to Apple stuff. Just I think something like about the way iOS is coded, it's like easier, easier. to work with. Yeah, more streamlined. More something like that because it's also more expensive to oh, put an app on. on the App Store. And then iOS. don't they get more of a, like a really big cut of anything that you make off the App Store? Like the Apple services has been making buku bucks for Apple for their profits for their, their stock, and it's like I know that. So it was a big controversy when people cost pulled themselves from the app store because they were protesting how much of a cut they were getting from their revenue because of the Apple services increased their percentage that they get from every sale. So they're probably doing like solo things to make money to make money. So are they like requiring a paywall again? Um, seven day trial for $10. $10 just to have a trial? That's absurd. Un- could- unlimited chat is... $30 a week. What the fuck? $100 a month. Are you fucking me? Like, not. No. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for $100 a month, you better be. Yeah, right? You get a real whore for that price. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> They'll teach you respect. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> teach you respect your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> like, help enable the sex workers in a respectful way. So, instead of We're not doing that. Paying this I know. AI I guess we can. You. That's too bad. So if you want to donate to Scott Cast, to get <laughs> you can talk to a real feminist for free on the internet and get schooled. I'm sure you don't need Maybe. a fucking sex box. We'll put out an ad for. Well, we're going to try to find a robot to talk to, see if they respond. You don't want this one though. Well, no, it's expensive. I want a free robot. I mean, what if I mean, Scott? It, what if you get a donation? <laughs> I mean, every one of these premium go like, fund me. Every one of these go fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> every one of these premium apps has like a has like a someone copying them and like doing it for free. Like mm, what's okay. like like we need to find like that's this is pretty. It sounds like it's pretty niche already. And we then, need to find Slut Droid. And we'll Google it. Okay, Slut Droid. I I guess you could say you could 
type in Slutbot and then look at related results. I don't know. Maybe your Google yeah. knows you well enough. Walgreens to, to comes know what up, you really want. 7-Eleven. <laughs> Did you mean Slut Droid? <laughs> Target. Like I typed in Slut Droid and it was just a bunch of name brands. Target, McDonald's, mm. Safeway. Yeah. What? Yeah. Slut Droid. Slut Droid brought that you. up. That's okay. Thinks that you, it's like, I mean, oh, you I'm, just want to be a slut to these. Kind of makes sense. I guess. Yes. Yes. You, I can't guess get enough, you can't get enough of their target, can you? Just all that uh, corporate shit. Yeah. I mean, you if you want, want a corporate, well, slut. corporate slut. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. So what did we learn today? I don't have no idea. <laughs> we definitely didn't learn anything from that segment. <laughs> we didn't learn anything from that one. We didn't learn how to respect women at all on that one. No, like I don't think a I don't think a robot can teach respect for women. I think if you're talking yeah. to a robot uh, hoping to get a woman's responses, you are in the wrong boat to begin with. Yeah, I think if you really want to be a man, yeah, Talk it's all about the size of them titties. Yeah, you just gotta find oh. big titties. <laughs> That's well, probably about the titty. Respect for women is respect for the size of their titties. <laughs> it's not about the size, just the titties themselves. Yeah. Respect them. Yeah. If you can, yeah, it's kind of a Zen teaching. If you can isolate the titties so that the titties are by themselves and only just the titties, then like they will always be the biggest and whatever titties. And then it's like, yeah, there it is. There's okay. the titties. So, so is that what we learned today? Or? No. 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 What did we learn today? That, uh, Hopefully no one who knows me in my personal life will listen to this. <laughs> we learned that if you're going to sing a song, you should have a have like some music playing in the background, like karaoke. That's true. It helps to have a beat. It, it helps instead to have of like going yeah. acapella. Okay. If, you went, if you're going to go acapella, make sure you you know your shit. Yeah. Be a priori. Yeah. True. Yes. True. True. And um, what else did we learn? Uh, we learned Game of Thrones had a impossibly uh, quick uh, skip through a bunch of plot well, points. You should wait till the end of a series before you name your kid after the, whoever's in the series. That's a good point. Yeah. And also, um, cats like, will probably live better than you do. Well, Ian needs Without to get some cats. <laughs> I mean, we learned geez. that Ian needs to contact these people. This guy, this dad who's paying for these cats, and make him an offer. We learned that Tesla is a buy stock. It's a hold stock. What are you talking about? You hold, hold it. You hold. Well, well it's a buy. buy stock for people who haven't, or who aren't already holding the stock. Yet. Yeah. If you want to buy in, now's a good time. But I mean, you don't want to catch a falling knife, so you might as well wait for it to bottom out. And even if it's not bottomed out completely, just pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick it out at a discount. And you know it's going up. Yeah. I so, mean, hold it for ten years. Yeah. Don't, don't sell it ever for the next ten years. Otherwise, you're an idiot. Okay, I want to contact you in ten years. Unless you're just doing like like put put and and like if you if you're doing options trading, it's different. Then you're just counting on the volatility of the stock. I'm talking about long term mm-hmm. investing, right? Don't do short term investing; it's stupid. And on email bag, we learned uh, about that thunderclaps were always available. Like now. Yeah. All right, that's been a Scott cast. <laughs> From all of us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Skycast, I bid the adieu. See you later, Skycastigators. Yep. All right. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs>